Greetings, stowaways. This episode comes with a content warning for withdrawal. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of man-actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by... Robbie... Mascarpone, Bellicom. Sam, Carmen Bear, Burns, hey. and Ellie, Ched a Gorge, Sparrow. <laughs> I don't actually know what that means, I'm a bit lost. Ched is made in the Cheddar Gorge. That's oh. true. Yeah. How would one Cheddar Gorge? You tell me. Yeah. Enthusiastically. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Sexually. <laughs> you ched that gorge I fucking will if you watch me <laughs> Ched them of... gorges all day Speaking <laughs> of things we cannot watch It's time for us to cast our sight and minds But mostly our ears Into the mists of the future uh, And demand Future us What messages from the present It's future Jason with messages from the present this episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs is brought to you by you. As ever, a massive thanks to our crew members on the Flintlocks Patreon who help keep this ship sailing. There's a wealth of extra content and bonus features for patrons, including regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, artwork, and a monthly poll for the community to help design an element to go into the game. You can check it out at patreon.com slash flintlocksandfireballs, link in the description. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. The chief message is Jason should not have skipped his uh, vocal warm-ups, apparently, because my goodness is his tongue tight. Blah. Everybody wants a tight tongue. Makes things very <laughs> difficult. Dark. Like We're recording. Speaking. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and not on that cheerful anything, because my mother listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother has seen it all, if she listens to this. Or rather, she's heard it all. She's not seen a single thing, because by definition it's an audio medium. But, you know, you get my point. <laughs> Maybe she's seen the, the fan art. <laughs> we haven't needed wow. any fan art yet. I don't think we have. No, we? but we did. But someone recently did do um, Jumping Jack's Jumper Cables. It was great. Oh. I that enjoyed was it. brilliant. It was somebody that called was. Moonlight on the server, as I recall, hmm. who does yes. some very lovely art. At least I think it was. If I've got that wrong, we'll cut it out and I'll say the other one, but I think it was Moonlight. <laughs> I'm doubting myself. I need to look. <laughs> I don't want to credit art wrong. It makes me anxious. Everybody talk about yeah. something else while I check it was Moonlight. I mean, that was about to launch us off into the episode, but uh, this this uh, brief interlude is sponsored by... Uh, oh, no, their name is Jimothy on the server. Help. <laughs> Oh, it's recently oh, no, no, no. Their name is, yeah, their name is Moon Snake, and I think it was Moonlight for a while, but at the moment yep. it's Jimothy Snake, because it's just been Jimothy Day not that long ago. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, thank you, Jimothy Snake, for your lovely Jumping Jacks. Um, ah, it was great. <laughs> and on that cheerful <laughs> note, it's time to begin. Still Flintlocks and Farballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. 
So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party continued to quest their way through the Cirrus Citadel. Uh, in search of answers about sorcery. And indeed, uh, as they quest through the different wings of 12 ancient sorcerers, they've most recently entered the domain of one who... Well, at this point, I think quite clearly, the seer. Mm. Having found themselves moving through what appear to be incomplete or incoherently rendered mishmashes of past, present, and future. They work together with the elven woman Cassandra, who they met, to reassemble three, for want of a word, broken tokens of time. An old style pen. Well, dude, actually, I should say for you, a modern style pendulum clock. <laughs> uh, a a an hourglass, which, due to being assembled in a zero g environment, had to be spun so that uh, centripetal force could force the grains through it and make time run. Unless you just do gravity shit. <laughs> or you know, you just do gravity shit. Uh, and finally, uh, a complex series of objects that, in retrospect, were not the best to describe through an audio medium uh, past at midnight when all of us were exhausted from recording. It was still really cool, though. <laughs> um, it really was. But it was so cool. When assembled, uh, resembled a spherical sort of planet, a, 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 a sphere akin to a planet upon which was placed a tiny sort of uh, Stonehenge-like series of um, cubes, in the middle of which was a little uh, tall, thin uh, pyramid that uh, that created, in effect, a sundial on a sphere, which was then set into rotation around a glowing, uh, a glowing orb. It's so fucking cool, and I'm sorry yeah. I was too tired to understand what it was, but it's so cool. Uh, and in the final moments, as you assemble the, uh, as you assemble this uh, tiny planet with its uh, um, sundial, and set it into motion around the glowing sphere, the uh, the uh, the glowing orb, the tiny planet rotates. And the light of the miniature sun casts its shadow on the rotating sundial. The last of these gates uh, glows, and as the various fragmented images of past, present, and future uh, return, they all seem to coalesce together until you find yourself in a featureless white void bare except for a curious triangular door made itself of four equilateral triangles the outer three of which 
each have upon them the objects that you assembled. The clock, the hourglass, the solar system sundial. The centre of which is simply a blank triangle. You can tell that this, it, it, that this is a doorway and it is currently closed but you have a sense that uh, from the flickering light around it that it can be opened with a touch. Floating in front of this doorway, uh, yes, um, the, uh, uh, to, to the uh, image that Elias uh, just sketched out there. I will put um, it in the chat. Yeah. The, excellent. Uh, floating in front of this doorway, you are now, you are also able, you are able to see Cassandra the blonde elven woman in a green dress from before. She is missing the uh, body armor and accoutrements that she had picked up during her strange temporal uh, adventures and is once again garbed as you first met her in, anti- in, a, in an antique green dress though she seems far though gone is the sense of confusion and uncertainty instead she opens her eyes which blaze with a white light we are together again she says and you can softly hear an echo to her voice as if perhaps 40 or 50 other people all with her voice are, are are murmuring the same words thank you for a brief time now i can see clearly as is the way of these things the path is now open for you to proceed as thanks, I, who am Cassandra, who was Phoebe the seer, will answer you one question about the past, present, or future. There are some limitations I will make you aware of. I cannot see anything that is hidden from scrying during the times in which it is hidden. I see all possibilities, many of which are more likely or less likely than others. My answers will be couched in this, any answers about the future will be couched with this understanding. That said, you may ask, and then I will use what power remains to me to make predictions for the next cycle, until, with hope, I return. This much I will say, she looks to Scamp and Victory, neither of you are me. 
Yeah, right. that makes sense. Well, that's one question out of the way then. I mean, it yeah, that wouldn't have fit, really, would it? No, not really. But nice to have confirmation of it. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, you're not going to be a dick about it if we ask, like, small questions. I will answer one question that requires me to look into time. Fine. I will answer that question as thoroughly as I am able to. Right. There's right, not any, like, you. hag nonsense here. Because we've done that. Yeah. Just, you know, checking that you're not going to be like... Like, if we ask about a limitation, you're not going to be like, yeah, see, question guard. You didn't seem that way, but we've been burned before, you know? Yeah, just a bit. Just a little bit. If this was easy, I would answer many questions for you, but there is a limited time in which I will remain this coherent. Right. Okay. Um, so we, we have a minute to confer. Of course. Cracking. <laughs> Alright. Right. What's important then? Well, the Kraken's important. The end of That's the world's kind of important. Big one, isn't it? Yes. Um, Alright. Uh, suggestions. We then. know how to stop it, so that's not. That's really... true. I mean, basically, how we stop it is go into the Ever School, yeah. nick the Holy Grail, and hit it lots, right? Yeah. yeah, that seems <laughs> to be the size of things at the so. moment, at least as we understand them. Um, I mean, I know that I'm oversimplifying so. there a bit, but no, 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 pretty no, much it, the, right? You're really the points not. There, yes, the <laughs> I mean, there. none of those are, are easy things to do, but you're not actually simplifying this. Great, <laughs> that is literally what we got to do. They sound yeah. simple out loud, complicated otherwise, right? Oh, yeah, right, uh, yeah, so, yeah especially uh, hit it lots. So sounds much less complicated than it will be. Um, but there's a brief moment, by the way. All of you are just like slightly hanging weightlessly in this void. Mm. It's it's a little bit in between the sense of flying uh, magically and the sense of being in that strange gravityless place. Oh, Carry on. Legs are walking just, off is it just me. dark? No, it's everything is evenly lit by blank white in every direction. The only uh, object uh, is the door. the door. You kind of feel like you can float forwards and backwards, like if you were flying. Like you've got sim that like whatever is in this place is doing similar things to that, um, mm. but yeah, this it's like the it's more like you're like in a, in an open space of possibility and nothing is concrete. Mm. Don't love this if I'm honest. This no, just seeming to really like come like to at all. victory chips in. Yeah, this is um, this is kind of freaking me out a little uh, bit. You know, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. When I came up to the surface, it was all like, oh, I'm going to fall into the sky and there'll be nothing forever. It's sort of tugging on that in a way that I can't quite put my finger on, but I think we should just not think about that. How about world-ending questions instead? Yeah. That'll be comfortable. Right, yeah. So, Kraken is... I mean, a major question slash worry that I have is, what does it actually want? That is a good point. I mean, we found yeah, out in what the... If, um, what if it, it wants something we can actually just give it and it'll go away? Or what if it wants something that actually we want? But yeah, or that it shouldn't have. In any case, yeah. knowing that would be a useful thing to know. All right, good. Yeah, because I mean, uh, it, good point. I don't know. It feels a bit oversimple to just be like, "Oh, it wants to eat people forever and get really big." That I, I just feels like a bit. It can't just be doing that for funsies. Especially yeah, you're if right. that's like and world ending. That doesn't. Mm. And seeing as my farming idea doesn't seem to be holding uh, much water, I really would quite like to know um, what possible mm. gain it gets out of what it does. 
Yeah, I think that made sense with the information you had. Mm. But yeah. now that we know that there are some targeted attacks by Reavers involved, it just feels a bit... a little thinner than it did. Yeah, it and another thing... It just makes it feel a bit less, like, smart than it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's smarter uh, uh, than that. Another thing that's been tugging on my mind a lot uh, with regards especially to why, for example, Olga wanted it dead is does killing it make the end of the world more or less likely to happen? Mm. I mean, that could be answered by what does it want as well because if it wants the end of the world, <laughs> like, yes. I, think, I think we have our answer. Um, yeah, I think maybe that's number what, two. What does it want? Yeah. Well, we get yeah. one question, so you know. But, but I mean, let's if, try that one. If for whatever reason, I don't know, she can't see this one or whatever. Yes, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah like, like I assume that if um, if we ask a question that is beyond your and he turns back to Cassandra for a second, if we ask a question that is beyond your ability to uh, answer, are, are we able to rephrase? She thinks for a moment. Anything which is hidden from my sight. I must make guesses around. I can see the shape of what is hidden, even if I cannot see it itself. So if you ask me a question where I can use my sight to give you a best possible answer, Mm -hmm. I will answer it. If it is a question that could not be answered by sight, she pauses, or does not require the use of my sight, I will not count that as your question. Right. Thank you. Appreciate it. You have helped me. Much more reasonable than most people we've talked with. You really are. Say that. (laughs) Yeah. Glad we could help. (laughs) Looks Uh, not fun. Yeah, so am I. It sounds like a uh, quite the predicament. She doesn't seem Uh, entirely here while you're conferring with each other as well. Looking at her, her focus is like slightly drifting as if she's doing a lot in the background that you aren't privy to right oh mood right <laughs> when you address her uh, when you when you addressed her just then her focus seemed to return to this moment mm. well don't expect me to explain why but I, I get the feeling that uh, right now she's kind of everywhere and every when yeah that sounds yeah, so cool. tiring yeah, yeah. All right. I guess um, that's why it's only I mean, should we... well, that's, that's the thing Shall we yeah, give what does the Kraken want to crack and see what happens? Uh, yeah, the only other uh, question I could think of which might help us right now is um, uh, who are the most powerful allies we could draw on uh, whose goals ally with us to kill the Kraken? Uh, that one is good. I mean, that is good, but I feel like the priority is... what. Yeah. We might have other ways of finding that, that out. ourselves. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, so in, in order of um, preference, then, it's um, what does the Kraken want? Um, does killing the Kraken make the end of the world more or less likely? And uh, who are the most powerful allies we can draw on to help us? Yeah, no, I mean, the, hopefully one of those will be seeable, at least. But I, yeah. I think I think the awareness that people quite, of, quite often can't see the Kraken... Um, yeah. Good to have We've backups. We've got to hedge our bets with that, at least. Yeah. Right. All right. I think we're ready for a question, if that's all right. focuses again. Ask your question. What does the Kraken want? She frowns a little. This does not require me to use my sight. 
Oh, you just know that, do you? Oh, the Kraken wants what I want to prevent Uh-oh. the end of civilization. Alpha. Ah! Right. As in the end of the world? Food. Almost, but not quite. Okay. Oh. What is. I don't understand what the difference is. Does it want to, like, replace our civilization with its own thing? She thinks. She. Her eyes flick for a moment. Is that. A version of me showed you a tree splitting into multiple branches. Yes. Mm-hmm. In every branch of the tree of time, the world will end. Yeah. This cannot be avoided. Well, that makes sense. In most branches of the tree of time, Civilization ends with it, or before it. Right. Oh. So, um, in some way, that uh, the Kraken is involved with the end of civilization as we know it. No, I get it. I get it. We're we're thinking too small, aren't we? Because right, we've just been on the big floaty thing where we could see Calcinia, right? Yeah. yeah. We weren't on Calcinia, but there was civilization. And Olga okay. said that she wanted to get off this rock. Yeah. Oh, that's a terrifying thought. But if for a terrifying second we accept okay. that Calcinia will end at some point, regardless of what we do. Mm. But yeah. Civilization doesn't have to. Yeah. Does that mean like the, pe- everybody lives somewhere else? Like the people just I up mean, and move. If um. But but maybe in, maybe in the best case scenario, everybody's left before it ends. Maybe maybe the best yeah. case scenario isn't Calcinia doesn't end. Maybe the best case scenario is everyone's gone already. We've got to the point where they can do magical crazy things where you can float above Calcinia and look at it before it ends. Or, you know, you can go into a weird mansion in a void. Yeah. Because those... We've we've seen entire civilizations that end on Calcinia. Like, now. This much I can tell you. In no main branch of the Tree of Time does civilization outlast the world. I see, alright. Every most so, likely timeline, civilization ends. Right. Only in the edge cases, the unlikely timelines, do I ever see civilization surviving. A right, thing that you get should be aware of, Celestia. Yes. You will never see these outcomes through the eye of the storm. The eye focuses the vision of time and limits it to only the main branch, the most likely outcome. That makes sense, because... It's like you answering a question, isn't it? You're going to answer with the most likely thing. It's, It's the one that you'd have to look forwards and backwards and all that for. You said you'd 
you'd answer with the most likely scenario. Yes. When I do cast my mind into time, I will try to give you a more nuanced answer as best I can. But the eye limits your perception to allow you to see. Right, so it's like you're... There's probably an oversimplification, but it's like with a uh, a spyglass, you can see one thing or a small amount of uh, something that's very far away, but you can't see the uh, the whole picture of everything because it's too big and wide and you can't fit it all in. Correct. My brain feels a bit like that at this second, if I'm honest. Now imagine that your spyglass will only tell you for certain what is the wrong route to take. Oh... I've heard of um, some like cursed items that do that sort of thing. Yeah. So are you saying the eye is going to tell us directly the wrong thing sometimes? Well, only the most likely thing, but the most likely thing isn't necessarily the most helpful. Or the most desirable, right? Every main branch yeah. ends in failure. Every me- The most likely scenario always ends in the destruction of civilization. Alright, so... You know what? We fucking love an edge case, actually. Yeah, I, mm. I, I think it's fair to say we're a, um, we're a ship full of them. Mm. Okay. Alright. Uh... But that's definitely more than we knew before. This is, um, this is helpful. This is good. And also it means that, like... Again, we always knew that it was only the most likely uh, possibility, but we also know that uh, now that um, uh, it's never going to be able to tell us exactly the right thing to do in order to get the right outcome. We have to make uh, make that decision for ourselves. Hmm. So I'm having a bit of a bit of a moment because we've, you know, don't end the world. Ooh, and now it's <laughs> maybe. Maybe let the world end, but make sure everyone's off it first. Well, I mean, it's got to eventually go, right? I guess. I don't know how it works. Thinking about it on I the scale, know, what you were saying, things will if... run out eventually. What was that? Like, things will just like run out. You'll get too many people, or too like. Feels like stuff can't just go forever, right? I'm gonna be honest, darling. Um, I haven't really thought that that far ahead in terms of the the world's just like where I live and stuff um, I have it, she does right. I mean end of the world was as far as my little brain got um, but maybe you know maybe I'm an ant um, well no in terms of uh, civilization it's like um, we've seen the ruins of previous civilizations but there are still um, people the types of people that made up those civilizations still exist but they're elsewhere they've moved the things have changed mm. but if the like, world it, ended it, while everybody was still on it that really would be the end of civilization generally yeah so if uh, we have to make sure that um, uh, there's always somewhere else people can go <laughs> sorry I'm they laughing they all go into our little mansion this is, this is completely out of character <laughs> but 
<laughs> on Celestia's playlist, the first one is Bowie's in Space. It's taken on a new meaning now. Um, and it's, oh, go- wow, it's going yes. on Celestia's new playlist. <laughs> Again, but for entirely other reasons. Because it was like a stupid dream faulty one. Um, but now it's like, no, Bo- no, seriously, Bowie's in space. <laughs> Bowie's wow. going to be in space otherwise. He's not surviving the end of the world. So. Yeah. <laughs> Ground control to made a tom. It's gonna be so much space shit on this place. <laughs> Excellent. Anyway, I'm sorry, I've I've pulled it together. <laughs> Let's continue with what we were doing. Um Well I guess um Yeah, before my head explodes, should we ask another horrifying world ending question? Yeah, what was yeah. the next one? <laughs> what was our next one um, again? Um does killing the Kraken make the end of the world more likely or less yeah. likely? Her eyes... F- is it relevant now? Cassandra's eyes flash for a moment. And then she says... I cannot know if the Kraken's death makes the survival of civilization more or less likely. What I can tell you is that in all main branch timelines, the Kraken survives. Hmm. Boom. Those are all bad. This much I will say. She and I are seeking the same goal, but our methods are different. I seek to disrupt, to throw the future out of balance to make it unpredictable in the hopes that we can stumble or find that golden path that leads to survival. She tries to forge the main branch to match what she believes is the golden path. And in so doing, she will create the main branch again and again, as she has for thousands of years. I do not know which, if either of us, is right, but I know that we suffer the same limitation. Neither of us can see beyond Calcinia. Not even so far as the nearest, the two nearest planets in the sky, (laughs) which Corzin, you would know, are Lucifer. Uh, which is mm-hmm. the one next one uh, to, uh, nearer to the sun, and dust, the one slightly further from the sun. Okay. Thank you, you, you folks actually made me name some planets in the solar system. Aww. Thank you. It was a thing I thought Good of names. in terms of Corzin would know because he knows how to navigate other stars. Yeah. yeah. Lucifer and dust. Yeah. Got it. Don't ask me about the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, what that's weird. If we teleport is that... there? Does magic not work outside Calcinia? I am literally unable to tell you. No, I, oh, I'm sorry, I'm speculating. Um, However. What happens if I try and teleport there? <laughs> um, if you don't die, I murder you for being that stupid. That's what happens. Um, yeah, that's, that's what goes on. best not. Mm. Fortunately, <sighs> I cannot answer that question. <laughs> It seems you are in luck. You still have 
a question that requires me to use my sight. Shit. Um, yeah, right. we, I really didn't think we'd ask all three of these, if I'm honest. Um, I thought we wouldn't get past the first no. one, but love no this. Um, more answers. Hooray. Um, Gorsen, you had a good one for the third one. What was it? All right. Yes. Um, uh, who are the most powerful allies we could draw on in order to kill the Kraken whose goals align with us? Ooh, I think out of character we're slightly less specific than that. We didn't say to kill the Kraken, we said who are the most powerful allies okay, that we yeah. can recruit. Uh, no, I'm actually, that's that's quite useful to have that wording. But like, um, is that what you've... Out of character, lads, we have conferred a little on these, understandably. Yeah. Is that going to throw you if there's no, different doesn't. wording? That's, cool, cool, that, cool. That, that, that lines up with uh, what I've been thinking about. She it's the same focuses. question you've answered, yeah. Yeah. Very well. This I will see. To answer as best I can the spirit of your question, not every ally I can see has goals that necessarily align with yours completely. But... But I will look for allies in futures where you could recruit them and where they would be inclined to assist you. Thank you. She extends her arms and you see for a moment a glimpse around her of two hands taking either of her hands, one on either side, and then like a day, like you know, when you make a paper chain of like little people, yes. spreading all outwards and wrapping around, are dozens upon dozens of ghostly clones of Cassandra mm. in different dresses, different states of being, different ages, uh, and the white void around you begins to flare with light. And suddenly you find yourself standing on pavement and then grass and then on the prow of a ship. Scenes flicker into being all around you, crackling in and out of existence in a kind of like uh, headache inducing blur. Uh, as if she is, as if you can see different fragments of possibility. Uh, uh, surging around you. After a few moments, uh, uh, after a few moments, the, uh, the, uh, the whirlwind of different scenes collapses into a strangely familiar uh, scene. You see uh, your... You see, you find yourselves in the midst of the circular sort of amphitheater or council chambers that you saw in Newmark, the ones in the very center of the city hall, uh, in the midst of a frozen moment in time. There are figures seated in chairs uh, all around you, some of whom you uh vaguely recognize some of whom you clearly uh recognize you definitely see uh, if i just grab these for a moment 
some people sat in those seats that uh, this here. Okay. Some of the people sat in the seats are immediately apparent. People that you recognize. You can see several of the uh, bell founders, these uh, supporters of the revolution, sat in these seats. You can see, you see, um, uh, uh, Tsen Hui Sin, uh, the uh, ambitious uh, daughter uh, of uh, uh, of uh, the of Tsen Chung, the uh, leader of the Thirty Cutthroats. She was the lawyer, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, sat uh, uh, sat in those seats, but also many you don't recognise. A mixture of politicians and financiers, and what look like sold, uh, uh, soldiers or commanders, and a at least two blurry outlines that you can't quite make out, um, but also. A cadre of dark, uh, a cadre of drow, garbed in for, in familiar uh, steel and uh, I think it's steel and mithril armor. Yeah. Uh, armor wielding uh, with not drawn but slung upon their backs, uh, bows and rifles, sword uh, blades by their sides. A small com- a company of the Ebon Guard. Cassandra is- stands in the middle of this amphitheater with you, and uh, eyes still glowing, she speaks. You may not like all of the allies, I- the five allies I have found, but you asked for power first. One of the most powerful allies you can recruit is the drow lady, Nyvara Rothenor. She is hidden from direct sight in all futures until her death. She commands a force, a highly capable armed force loyal to her house, the Ebon Guard, of which there are, a brief flicker in her eyes for a moment, in excess of 30,000 alive at this moment. Bringing her on side is also one way to heal the breach between two unseen entities, of which I believe she is one, that control the bank Goldenkratz and Guildenstern. This would give you access to this in futures in which this happens, gives you access to iron-armoured ships and multiple military resources. However, there are futures as well in which she dies. When this happens, the prism of probability splits wildly. The future becomes extremely uncertain. In some of all, all that I know, because the one who makes the arguments against you, as you, she nods to you, Celestia, are hidden from my sight, the Ebon Guard will divide in some manner over their future and who they wish to be. 
In some of these futures, you are able to win full control of the avant-garde. In others, you retain only partial control, but the iron ships remain in your grasp. In others still, you lose control entirely. I cannot see you in those futures until your death, or another circumstance of which I will inform you. So I cannot clearly see how these events come to pass. But is it her that's important? Or is it the Ebengard and the Iron Ships that are important? The resources of Naivara Rothenor are the core of her power. While she is, I infer, a brilliant individual who would be an asset, at this, for the goal you are trying to achieve, her resources would suffice. Okay. Okay. That's... You know she'd have ambitions that didn't include anything that was good for us. Nevertheless... Or anyone, really, other than herself. She's not good with power. The futures... No, we've seen that. There are... Fut... She frowns. There are a handful of futures in which you... And she frowns. Yes, I do believe you acquire control of the Ebon Guard that do not also result in Naivara Rothnell's death. These are slim. I cannot see how these come to pass. So she most likely most likely did in those scenarios. Mm. Oh, what a shame. Sorry. We'll miss her terribly. I shall mourn. The world flicker. As she describes this, by the way, I forgot to mention... Uh, you see the environment shift around you. When she speaks of Naivara's death, you see a scene you have seen before, uh, which is the still and bloody form of Naivara on the ground in this chamber. Uh, when she speaks of controlling the Ebon Guard, for a moment you see the Ebon Guard arrayed in front of you, you think, or at least in front of where you are standing, on the docks of uh, Newmark, boarding, iron, boarding the iron-skin ships. In others, you see them fighting each other on a battlefield. In others still, you see them besieging Newmark. You cannot make out who is opposing you in those scenarios. Mm. There are just blurry figures. Right, um... Oof. Head of the Avangard. Horrifying. I mean, it wouldn't have to be mm. permanent, would it? What was For... that, Scamp? It wouldn't have to be permanent. Yeah. Just, like, beat a cracker and then teach him not to be awful? I don't know. Oh, no, man. Well, they were... If, if I am in charge, they'll have a choice. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the main thing. Right now, they don't. Yeah. Four figures of power remain. Yeah, who are the others? The world flashes, and for a moment, you find yourself deep underground in a city not, not unlike Utu, but different. A vast... Um, uh, it is larger 
You can see. Oh, no, huge, I know who it is. You yeah. see huge. Just when we thought it could uh, be worse. Oh, we've been pissing ourselves about this person for weeks as if she's coming up. <laughs> huge temples <laughs> to the. Uh, to no. all eight of the spider goddesses around you and surmounting them a grand structure. Uh, I mean, the world ending's the not sp- that bad, right? The second mm. figure. Of you could potentially recruit is Empress Ariadne of the Ariadne. <laughs> How is this an option? You know, I think maybe we should How just end the world at this point, point, to be honest. I Fuck think, it. you know what? Maybe the Kraken's got a point and we can all be friends. I warn you. In almost all futures in which you recruit Empress Ariadne, her agents or she. Though she's direct, though she herself is hidden from my sight, will try to kill you during or after your attempts to kill the kraken. Obviously, Shrig. Oh, you represent too much of a threat fuckers. now. Also, there was that whole thing about coming for me last. Um, yeah. So there's no, that. She recognizes you as a threat already. There's there's no way. Yeah, but we we had a deal, didn't we, that she'd get everyone else in my family and then she'd come for me. However. Oh hooray. In futures in which you recruit her, she provides you with powerful direct assistance, the aids of the aid of her chosen, the paladins of the underdark, as well as as well as artifacts that are potent but whose nature is hidden from me. In these futures, the Ebon Guard is most likely utterly destroyed. So, I'm so sorry, okay. I see my brain had a blip and I didn't quite join those things together. So, in the future where she joins us... She gives you powerful ally- uh, She gives you powerful direct support, yep. artifacts, and the Ebon Guard are almost certainly destroyed. Just if the battle goes, they're cool, yep. No, 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 just are destroyed, that's all she said. Right. As in destroyed by her, or just you, you don't know? Will we do it, or not? There are a multitude of means. In some, she kills them directly. In others, they are manoeuvred into positions in which they die. In most, in almost every scenario, at least ninety percent of the Ebon Guard are killed. Right. right. Oh shit! It's a lot of people. The Empress Again. does not brook this threat to her authority. Yeah. Right. Horrible sort of sense. It's a lot of people who didn't ask to be there. Um, exactly. Yeah. Are you ready for your third? And actually, uh, again, uh, the like, world I, splits I around you, and you see count? battlefields full of just dead drought. Uh, quick question about the emperors, which you know, I don't know if it counts as whether you can answer this or not. Is she a sorcerer? Just you know, wanting to rule things out. Empress Ariadne is hidden from my sight. Right. Ow! Balls! She probably fucking is, though, isn't she? I've been thinking it for ages, yeah, but I've been too horrified to say anything, to be honest. Uh, no, I've been wondering, and I didn't like that I was wondering, so I had to ask. Uh, every so life. often I'll just think about it and go, nope, fuck's that. Nah. There are, no common, there are no likely futures in which I see her after her death. There may be unlikely futures, but I'm using my power to answer this question. Th- thank, thank you. you. Thank you. We're not trying to wheedle, promise. 
No, it was just, it was just if you know, if it, if it happened to be a thing you just knew. She nods a little tightly. Die. You can see the uh, the figures around her are flickering a little. As oh, if sorry, she's sorry. Please carry on. Powers. Sorry. The world shifts, and you see a series of confusing images flicker around you, in which you are momentarily aboard ship. Um, you see f- mo- flickers of islands. Uh, uh, storms, clear skies, islands. Uh, briefly, you see just the water, water all around you. Um, and you find yourselves on the deck of the Kraken's Bane in a frozen moment mid storm. You can see um, there are two hazy figures nearby whose details you cannot make out. The identity of the third figure is not known to me, but looking at the shape they leave in the world, a powerful hag makes a pact pact with you in futures in which you acquire the grail. I cannot see the location in which this happens. I cannot see the details of how this happens. I cannot see the hag herself. However, I infer that somehow you are able to gain her full cooperation. She is able to provide you with secrets that I cannot perceive, but the effects of which appear to shift potential battles in your favour and material aid, the the details of which are unclear to me. I apologize. Much of the, all of these futures are obscured to greater or lesser degrees, but this much I am certain. In the futures in which you acquire the grail, you will have the opportunity to make a pact with this hag. Right. All right. I am dreading who the next people are, I'm honestly, because you know, you are. The world flickers around you, and you find yourself on the docks of a familiar tropical port in which dozens of uh in which dozens of sailors and brigands are raising um, okay, cutlasses well, yeah. and uh, muskets uh, in a cheer in this frozen moment. The fourth ally, so to speak, that you can acquire is the allegiance of the pirates of Porto Mesidia. In futures of which, in which you are able to become the pirate king, you win the support of an armada of pirates. And you can see that de- uh, leading out in the bay, there are dozens of uh, uh, of ships hmm. uh, ready to sail. More than this, you are able to acquire a powerful weapon for the Kraken's Bane, the details of which are hidden from my sight, but I infer that it is similar in nature to a lightning prow, but capable of affecting the Kraken. Ooh. The details are hidden from me. However, 
In the futures in which this happens, you must pass the tests of Bloodbeard Brandy. You must retrieve his crown, and you must locate the last remaining piece of the Charlotte's Revenge. Hmm. Right. Okay. Fucking Pirate King. Mm -hmm. That's my favourite one thus far. Yeah. Well, I like this one. This one. I didn't know there was a, uh, a piece left of it. All right. Mm. The her and you can see that her her clones are flickering now, and the world begins begins flickering around you, uh, becoming strange and amorphous in places. The last figure that I see is shrouded in mystery. I can see the man himself. But everything around him, the events, the others involved in this timeline, are shrouded or cloaked or confusing. I can see where this journey begins and the timelines, and in the timelines where you come out alive, you, I can see some of how it ends. I warn you, this is one of the most unlikely sets of timelines. However, the fifth ally that you could, the fifth most powerful ally you can recruit to your cause is the most dangerous halfling alive at this moment. Oh my god, no way. <laughs> Gumdrop hmm? Tacklebury. What? What? Okay. Okay, I've changed my mind. That's my fucking favourite one. What the fuck? Multiple members of this conspiracy are permanently hidden from my vision. Somehow, <laughs> in recruiting gum, grum, Gumdrop Tacklebury, this will bring you into contact or conflict, the details of which are not clear to me, with the greatest halfling adventurer alive, and the greatest halfling thief alive, and end with you in the possession of an artefact that somehow will counter one of the Kraken's most powerful abilities. I Why? I literally cannot see how any of this unfolds <laughs> or even where what the artifact is or exactly how it works. The timeline is astonishingly unlikely. But that is where it ends. She lets go of the daisy chain of figures. And where they flash, the world what returns the, again um, to the, the blank, uh, sort of white slate. I'm sorry, a fucking gummy from the bar. Gummy? It's what? the most dangerous halfling alive. Or knows at least the most dangerous halfling alive. No, I think she. I think you said he is the most dangerous halfling alive. She blinks. You can see that her eyes are still glowing, but a lot more, but less intensely. From what I remember of that sight, Gumdrop Tacklebury has directly or indirectly killed thousands. He is the most capable. He it remains the most capable killer and assassin in uh, to in halfling history that is currently alive. Okay. He is presently okay. retired. Uh, 
So we've got to ask him to come out of our retirement. Okay, Corson is absolutely speechless at this. Like, <laughs> I feel like you can picture like, the expressions. Yeah. He's like, I had <sighs> drinks with this man. We were talking about Norrit. He gave I... us a water. <laughs> I mean, you said that he was that he was connected to the most to the greatest halfling adventurer. Is is that Norrit? Oh, I must have is it got to be fucking Norrit Fuck. if it's not Norrit. Got to Please let it be Norrit. I want to be Norrit so bad. Dobby and Norrit turn out to be the like the most. The, the greatest halfling adventurer and the greatest halfling assassin ever, because that's a great pair. It is. Well, we've got, we've got um, the most dangerous, the best thief, and the best adventurer. If if I got that right, love is yeah, that the yeah, greatest, great. the greatest halfling adventurer alive, the greatest halfling thief alive, and the most dangerous halfling alive. Coulson is just sort of blue screen of deaths for a, uh, for a brief moment. <laughs> just cannot. Yeah. Yeah, is that, how many people is that? Is that one person or two people or three? It's three things. Is that three people? Um, I think I think the wording was you'll meet those other two, as far as I remember. Okay, so there's three people. I will somehow people. bring you into contact or conflict. Yes, with, with those, those other okay. two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so I want it to be Norrit so badly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ah, that would be amazing. What? What? The, what? What? what Excuse I, me, I'm sorry, but out of character, you've done the fucking silk and sail again. I. You've got us. You've you've fucking got us all again. Oh, I'm just doing a stupid thing. I'm not relevant to the story. Like, I'm so, like, right I'm so proud of you. <laughs> like. Because every fucking time you do enough stupid NPCs that don't mean anything (laughs) that when one of them does, we're not prepared, like, at all. I mean... You know, at least it wasn't. At least it wasn't Wilbur Willicker. We don't know that. Um, we don't know. Who well, you know oh my God, Walter, he's a halfling. You know that Walter Wilbur Willicker Warbusittle is not the most dangerous halfling alive. No, you now okay, know that. That's fair. Could be the greatest thing. The greatest thing. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine he stole our hearts. He did, and I mean, a lot of our money. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, an utterly frivolous question I had for the future was: um, Does Wilbur Willicker Wilbertissel's um, uh, wieners, you know, transcend the solar system? You, you cannot. She, uh, she could not tell you. Does he run an no. interplanetary campaign at any point? Yeah. As it turns out, she can't see off the planet, so <laughs> at least not far, not far enough off to get to another planet. Mm. No. Fair so enough. She ain't getting out the solar system. I'm sorry, you've fucking thrown me with gummy. I don't know what wow. to do with myself. Yeah. I'll get I back in character in a second a minute, I promise, but I just plot. <laughs> convenient that they're both seemingly located in Porto Amasidio, though. That... Mm, that is cool. At least last time we... You know, if we get you there, saw him. not headless anyway. <laughs> but anyway. Mm. I wouldn't get that easy. <laughs> Cassandra exhales. It is time for you to proceed onwards. Right. However, so I suppose we could have a little nap. <laughs> this. We had a little nap. They have lost track. Uh, uh, not recently. I don't know. Though interestingly, tides do appear to be active. Um. Yeah, I've used oh, a few fuck. things, but not everything. To which, uh, to which she says, "I am afraid not. This is. I must use all the time I have to make predictions." 
things will come yeah. into existence as I do so. Right, fair enough. I have, well, I have shielded you from the dangers that manifestation can bring to answer this Thank question. You. Thank you. But I require my full attention to, to see as accurately as I can in the time I have remaining. I have, however, a warning for you, Celestia. Me specifically? You are hidden from my sight. In all futures, until you die, or until your invisibility is taken from you. Your invisibility, I can see from the time before you received it, was given to you by blood magic. As yes. it was called, turned to you. It is a rare and esoteric form of magic. There are futures in which the power to change, for want of a better word, blood, can be fat can be achieved without magic and with it. But and in the world as it is now, it is extremely rare. But what was given to you? by blood magic can be taken by one who knows blood magic. Hmm. In the scenarios in which I can see you in the future that do not simply begin with your death, your timeline begins with the power being broken. A handful of individuals are capable of doing this. Fey princes like the one who wrought this power upon you. Hags. But in most of the futures in which I see this happen, it is the Kraken who unmakes this protection upon you. How? She must be close enough to see you with her own eye. Not in a vision. Be wary. She sees all things, all things at once. When you draw her attention and keep it, it makes it easier for her to find you. For as long as you bear the eye, you cannot hide from her sight. Every time you use it, she could see you even bypassing the protection of blood magic the more you draw her attention the more likely she will notice you and the more she will look out for you in future I cannot tell but I suspect that in the futures in which she sees you and you have not come to kill her she has found your location and come for you. Or you have been brought to her. Right. So she can see me when I use the eye, but not at other times currently. She could see you, but she... I suspect she could see you even at other times but her focus is divided always amongst the amongst time. 
It'd be like trying to find a specific tree in a massive forest. When you use the eye, you are using her sight. You necessarily are drawn closer to the forefront of her attention. Mm. Okay. Confirmation of something we'd suspected. Mm. Different, though. Hmm, yes. Thank you for the warning. Go. Uh, I expect I'll need it. In peace and fortune, seek unlikely futures. Save civilization. The doors opens, and you see a blinding light from beyond. And the best good fortune to you. As she's. Hmm. She's already stopped paying attention to you. Her eyes focus, drifting into things you cannot see. But as the f- four, but the four of you, plus plus Jeffrey and Marjorie, exchange glances <laughs> yeah. and float into the uh, into the doorway. And as the light flares up, you find yourself in the sanctum of the next sorcerer. After these, no doubt important messages. Is that destiny calling or do you have the wrong number? Linear time is a hell of a concept, which is why you need Cassandra's prognostication services. We'll answer all the tough questions about pasts, presents, futures, and possibly nevers. Want to know about destiny and free will, or whether your plans are doomed to succeed or fail? Cassandra's prognostication services. You better pick up the phone, because we called it. And welcome back. The light of stepping through the door fills your experience for a moment. And as it fades, you find yourselves in a fairly... I wouldn't say familiar, although the uh, uh, familiar chamber, but rather a chamber of a somewhat familiar style of architecture. You appear, rather than some of the very high-concept places you've come into of late, uh, you find yourselves uh, standing uh, on the edge of a, for want of a better word, it almost feels a bit like a cathedral in structure. Uh, Tall, arching, uh, arched, gothic um, pillars and archways uh, supporting a seat, uh, supporting a roof through which uh, some light is filtering through stained glass windows, um, and generally built it, it, as as Gothic styles go, it's vaguely Northern Jovan in feel. It could be Meadmere-ish. It's got some resemblance to maybe you know, the, the northern end of Bright Hall. Um, hmm. You've seen not dis- uh, causing you, uh, the 
One of the closest examples, actually, of the style of architecture would actually uh, would be the uh, burned out uh, fortress in uh, Where It's Watch, uh, as that right. as that kind of dates back to this sort of uh, sort of twelfth century esque uh, time uh, time period. Though this, uh, rather than being a burnt and semi malted husk. Uh, this uh, cathedral appears to be intact and if not new then you know, not so much bearing the wear and tear of time there are it does have uh, for want of a better word four doorways of note at the far end of the cathedral where you would find an altar you can see there is a uh, door, just a plain uh, double door set into a golden archway, uh, quite reminiscent of the doors that you have used to get between different locations, uh, between the different wings of the Sierra Citadel up to this point. Uh, looking around behind you, you can see that there are three... Uh, black doorways set into the um, well, the the rear wall and the side walls uh, of, the, of the sort of nave of this cathedral. There are while the structure is cathedral-like, uh, there are not uh, you know there aren't really pews here. Uh, you can see that there are you know, decorative statues and tables and places, um, or rather less statues and more like freezers or bar reliefs on the wall. Um, but the places, you know, if, there, if you were to have a congregation here, they would be standing. Uh, aside from the four of you plus pets, though, uh, you can only see one figure uh, that is visible in this space, stood in front of the door. Uh, Which door? Of the, sorry, stood in front of the door with the golden archway, uh, which, for the sake of argument, we're going to say is a full 120 feet uh, away. He... Yeah. Okay, I was going to say tall. <laughs> that would be so the cool. other, the black door is behind us. Yes, yeah, so you have, so, yeah. so, so directly, I'm going to say that you've appeared... Uh, you kind of appeared like in the middle of this atrium, uh, of almost like a little atrium area, and directly behind you is one of the black, the ordinary black doors, um, and then to your left is another black door. To your right is the third uh, of these ordinary-looking black doors, each of which is set into a little stone archway with solid stone walls uh, around them, um, and then. At the far end, 120 feet away, is a, f a final door, which, following the theme, is also black, but is is set into a golden archway. So this one is clearly right. distinct from the others. And stood directly in front of that, um, uh, of that doorway uh, is a figure uh, garbed... As far as you can tell, uh, head to toe in black armor, wearing a full face visor. Ooh. 
Um, By the way, I'm just about to um, put a little sketch in the chat of what Jason has described because. Yeah. Okay, thank you. It I appreciate it. My brain. <laughs> Uh, so yes, you can see it. the the figure in the distance uh, is uh, is garbed head to toe, to toe in black uh, arm uh, in sort of or at least dark armor. Certainly, a, a, certainly a, a, a black or charcoal you know, kind of dark charcoal grey helmet, uh, and is wearing a fur-lined uh, black cloak. And has their hands uh, resting on a uh, fairly, I mean, really, for, for want of a better word, uh, word, I'm going to say like a, uh, I suppose a bastard sword would be the would be the word, although that's not okay. going to be historically accurate. I don't really know what it, that means. Yeah, it's uh, the point is that it's it means quite it's a dick. It's a it's, yeah. That sword, sword's a real prick. Hand and a half sword. Yeah. So imagine something in between, like your regular sort of broadsword, which is about the size of like. You know, I was going to say you're going to have to help me with sizes. Okay, yeah. cool. Yep. Uh, and something like a claymore, which would go up to you know, where the hilt would be, like closer to like almost your shoulder. It's a very large sword. Yeah. So it's mm. it's like it's not it's not absolutely massive. It's like nipple height. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> or, like kind of. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, a little, little below the nipple. Cool. A nip uh, height sword. Yeah. So it's it's right. quite long, but it's not you know long enough that you can see this figure probably like could wield it. It's one-handed. not a great sword, which would be like as tall as a human yeah. man. Oh. <laughs> it could wield this sword one-handed. Uh, might need to wield it two-handed. But it would be choice rather than necessity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the figure. Makes no move at all upon your arrival. Okay, Corson is immediately going to say, "Oh, hang on, I've heard about this. It's shites in nighting armor." What? Um, yeah. What? <sighs> the fuck? <laughs> is this not uh, a sort of situation where you have to like um, uh, challenge them to a duel in order to pass through the right door or something? Um, I think we should probably say hello first to see what it does. I wave. Yeah, no. Hello. Obviously, I'm just gonna wave. Hello. You, you wave. You shout. Victory joins in. Hi. The Black Knight does not respond. Rude. It, right. Is there any religious iconography of any kind around here? Ooh, that is a good question. Hmm. You know what? Roll a religion check. Okay. <laughs> well, that's going to be a seven. Wow. All uh, seven, all to yourself. Yeah. yeah, lucky seven. There is a distinct lack of any of the iconography of the regent. Uh, it is similar, it's quite similar in style to a region, uh, in architecture, to a, re- a Gothic regions, uh, re- regency cathedral. Um, but you are not seeing the familiar crown uh, sigil or other iconography of the regent anywhere. All right, good to know. Are you alive or are you a statue? The knight does not respond. Be <laughs> worth asking. Might be all getting hit up over nothing, mightn't we? Oh, maybe, maybe he can't hear. Well, they can't hear us. Why have we not thought of that? 
Yes. <laughs> is the armor moving in such a manner that suggests that there's a person inside breathing? Oh, roll a medicine check, please. Okay. Ooh. Oh god. Okay, that's a that's a ten. They're oh, too far away to really tonight. tell. Yeah, um, no. I'd... If we get, I'll be keeping an eye out for that. But yeah, if we get a little bit nearer, I could have a little pokey poke and see if they're thinking anything. I could just try sending a message as well, see if they. That's just... much yeah, less invasive. Why don't we do that? Hello, yeah. right. anyone home? Send a message. Send a message. They uh, do not respond. Rude. Okay, we've got to get a bit closer and see if this is a person or a statue, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm going to start walking slowly towards it. I just want to throw something, and that's that's really mean and rude. If they are a person, that's super mean. (laughs) Yeah, if you just like throw a rock at them. I mean, they might be like asleep or something. There's no one else in out. here, is there? A what? Well, I'm right. Like a, there's not any, like any other people in here. But they like sleeping on your feet. That's real hard. Like horses. Unless they're that. leaning on that sword. I mean, I don't know. They could be like, oh, what, what, what are they? Those things. Well, you get them on the horses. surface. Nope. Yes, they also horses. sleep standing. But that's not what I'm going for. The ones with the big old necks. What are they? Still horses. Horses. <laughs> right. Are they horse? Are they all horses? No, hang on, you're thinking big necks, you're thinking giraffes. Yes, big necks, Rogers. Yeah, 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 no, that's giraffes. I know fucking surface animals, look at me go. Are they real? Um, Yeah, apparently. I've never seen one, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I mean, I think they're real, I think they're a myth. I don't know, Leah did a picture of one once, I thought she was lying, and then somebody said they were real. No, no, I've heard about this. Um, Oh, what was the... uh, the uh, there's a there's a there's a uh, how do they describe it? So like, it's got like the head and neck of a snake, the body of a leopard, um, like the haunches of a lion, and the feet of a hart. That's entirely too many like, animals. Like a deer. Yeah, like a like <laughs> or a deer. like like a lump of flesh. What beats? No, like. Like like a deer. Like a deer. Yeah. Like a yeah. deer. Okay. Like, yeah. On account of you know your internal organs Could you don't usually have. Say feet. that again for absolutely no reason, Victory. Yeah. Because Celestia doesn't draw. So. Like yeah. So it's like they. Yeah. That's what I heard. They said that it had like you know it's one of those things from Haldanos. It's got like the head and neck of a snake, yeah. the body yes. of a leopard, mm-hmm. the haunches of a lion, and the feet of a heart. Right. Is the word, is the word I had it. Uh, where I had it. Sounds like a rather mixed up creature. Yeah. Well, so one would went... think it was terrifying unless somebody did an adorable drawing of it in their D and D notebooks. So. I heard, a, <laughs> no, I heard, a, heard a story about someone who like questing out to try and find this sort of beast, but yeah, apparently ah. that's a, that's a giraffe. Mm. That's that. Oh, mm. that's a giraffe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds awful. Um, did I, I nail this a, drawing though? Just saying. <laughs> I'm going to send Are you, you a giraffe. I'm going to send you the creature. But not a giraffe the, in the chat. It's the, very the important. The Black Knight does not respond to your question of whether or not they are a giraffe. I wouldn't respond either if I was them. <laughs> Shall I try and polymorph them into a giraffe? No. Best not. That no, might be considered an act of violence. This could be a test. <laughs> I think oh, we've, right. we've got to get closer. 
I feel I'm, at this point we should be putting bets on which one this is at this point. I'm just I'm gonna start walking closer. Okay, okay let's go. Well back. the looks of it so far it's the um uh the sorcerer of big halls and armor. Uh okay. So you start walking closer. When you get to say about eighty feet uh to walk you're about eighty feet from the door with um you, it's a moment where you almost blink and miss it, but the knight suddenly has one hand on the sword, one hand raised up, palm uh, raised up and stretched out, sort of uh, gauntleted palm um, uh, stretched up in a sort of no or like a like a or, or a stop type like gesture. Halt. Yeah, okay, halt. Okay, yeah. Do you want us to stay here? The knight. Again, it's like almost—it's—it's it's like they almost flicker for a moment, and you see that they are pointing um, with. Actually, I'm going to say that they have that sort of hand outstretched for a moment, held in place, and it takes you a moment to realize that they're actually sort of pointing with three of their fingers behind you to the doors, oh, like he would you say, want to go "Look over the there." Other doors? Hmm. Should we go look at the Sorry, other doors Bob's, first, could then? You, could you say that again? Uh, so do we need to go look at the other doors first? Is that what it's employing? I think so. The figure does not elaborate, but uh, but retains this gesture. I mean, that looks like what they're implying. Can't hurt, I suppose. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm... that that's not true. Really it can definitely hurt. It can hurt real bad. But also, um, I don't know, everything else we've done here has had a sort of progression to it, hasn't it? Yeah, no, it feels like we're yeah, cheating like there's if we been just a, skip to the end. A point to everything. Mm. And I, I don't know, I'm, I'm getting an instinct that going in, you know, all guns blazing might not be our best play here, if I'm honest. Nah. Hmm. And l- like Cousin said, this looks all like, oh, we have to complete a challenge for a thing. Yeah. So let's... Right. I mean, let's yeah, that's, that's definitely one way of it. Um... Or well, they're kind of weird, and maybe we should just go up and get a closer look. I mean, we could, but we could also end up getting real dead doing that. Look, I'm just going to go up there and ask uh, and ask this uh, this person some questions. Victory starts walking over towards the far end. Okay, right. hey. I'm going to take a step back. Same. Yeah, I'm going to leave <laughs> her to that. Okay, <laughs> listen, I appreciate the weird gesturing, but is there any more... About the moment the victory steps halfway, like across the halfway point of the hall, there is a momentary flicker. Uh, You see almost like a. The Black Knight, for a fraction of a second, seems to vanish, uh, and there is a black blur directly in front of victory for maybe a third of a second. Before suddenly victory flies backwards uh, and lands on her back. Be- Ow. I'm amazed that's not me. I'm so impressed with myself that that wasn't me. Look at that impulse. I will go over the helper. Rapidly growing series of bruises uh, appearing Ooh, all over her body. Uh, it looks like uh, she she's the look of someone who's 
possibly been punched or kicked repeatedly. Would you, would you like a little ding-a-ling on the xylophone oh, healing there, darling? Yeah, that might be a good call. Ding! <laughs> I'll give her, I mean, you know, do you want me to, like, roll uh, hit points I'll, I'll for roll, her? Or worry. do you want to abstract? Uh, yeah. The, the, you look back up and the Black Knight is in exactly the same position they were before. Hands still gestured out in the behind-you <laughs> gesture. Yeah, I think there's an order of things we have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go have a look at these doors then. (laughs) Let's pick a door. Which one's it gesturing at? Uh, It's gesturing kind of vaguely in the direction of all three. So your options are essentially left, right, or uh, left, right, or middle. (laughs) Um. How are we feeling, Uh... folks? Anybody got any preferences? Let's uh, uh, draw the starboard one. Cracking. Let's do that. Which way are we facing when we decide this? <laughs> um, I think we... This is why I said starboard, not left and right, because we yeah. turned around we and were they were us. facing the knight with a door to behind us. Basically, the now that you have turned us. around and are looking, uh, like... If we fondly imagine, all right, for the sake of uh, convenience, let's fondly imagine that the that the golden archway is north. Cool. I'm just gonna yeah. I'm gonna put these on my diagram and yeah. resend them because then we can all use yeah. the same words. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna fondly imagine that north is the golden archway. Correct. In which case, your options uh, you need to pick whether you want to go through uh, east, south, west, or Dennis. <laughs> right. Okay. Cool. Dennis, <laughs> always go, Dennis. I, I figure like we have to now. Yeah, yeah that's, I want to go, Dennis. That's <laughs> you look yeah. around. Always go, Dennis. Okay, you look around, um, and uh, Dennis uh, is uh, <laughs> terrible picture of this diagram. I've just taken. Right there we go. Uh, Dennis, as far as you can see, uh, is presumably one of the numerous figures. Uh, on the bar relief along one wall. In fact, there's bar reliefs on both walls. Uh, you like you, uh, Scamp, You just you you pick a figure a figure at random, uh, and go decide that that one is Dennis. Uh, Dennis <laughs> appears Hi, Dennis. to be um, uh, in the midst of fighting some sort of battle. Yes, Dennis. Get him. Oh, good job, Dennis. <laughs> uh, and uh, along with a number of other soldiers, uh, the bar relief in question seems to depict some sort of epic struggle uh, between figures garbed in uh, sort of armor with shields and swords or maces. Um, as well as just like foot soldiers with spears and the uh, uh, actually no no it would be a mixture of armored figures on foot uh, and armored figures on horseback. Uh, the okay. you can see that uh, sculpted into the bar relief behind them there are like god rays coming down like uh, there's a very like strong theme of like of light. Uh, and sunlight and so on on one side Mm. and on the other side uh, you see them fighting 
what appear to be um, almost a sort of textbook hoard. Uh, the figures on the other side appear to be much more shambly dressed. They are uh, they are wielding uh, spears and pitchforks. Uh, they are, many of them are horned. They seem to be accompanied by skeletons um, and bedraggled figures. Uh, huh. It is not clear in this moment of the bas-relief uh, who is winning, merely that a great battle is being fought. So horned figures and skeletons. Horned figured skeletons against uh, dragged figure figures versus some sort of army on uh, uh, with heavy armor, shields, some of which are on horseback. Mm. Almost none of the uh, none of the uh, of the side that's that has uh, that has the background with like clouds and darkness versus shining light um, uh, have. They, they all appear the, the the dark side as it were all appear to be infantry um okay. and yeah spears pitchforks uh some of them were uh, wielding hammers um and there's only one figure at the back uh who is mounted on this side mm. um and you see that they are uh, and they uh, appear to be uh where uh, and they do appear to be wearing a full face visor um, and a cloak uh, uh, and a fur-lined cloak. Do they look a bit like the Black Knight? They look quite like the Black Knight. Mm. But um, although... Which side is Dennis fighting for? It's very important. <laughs> uh, Scamp, you tell me. You're the one whose eye has picked out Dennis. Um... Watch him make Dennis plot significant. I just... <laughs> He's given me a vibe, you know. We've yep. all got trust issues think... after Gummy. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dennis might be in the horde. Yeah, I feel like the others haven't you, got very, you look very interesting. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, I mean, for one thing, a lot of the knights, you know, are also wearing face concealing. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. You can't see them. Yeah. Um, whereas Dennis, you pick out looking kind of like. Well, I mean, especially for you. Um, including the horns, like a guy, just like a guy just holding a, guy. a pitchfork. He's trying... just a little guy. <laughs> yeah, just a guy. like fighting as just this guy, uh, like yeah. fighting <laughs> furiously, uh, in what appears to be you know, in uh, surrounded by like you know this strange uh, army. So Dennis, you know, seems to be. Actually, this is a fair point. Now that you look at it, um... Oh! I'm going to say this is... Anyone who wants to can make an insight check, or I guess, like, a, a sculpture yeah. or an art check. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> insight. If you, ha- sure. if you have any uh, sculpting or art-based proficiency. <laughs> 21? Um, insight? What is that? 16. 10! <laughs> okay. Scamp and Corsi. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I say, uh, um, Celestia, everyone here is fighting. They look pretty fucking angry. Mm-hmm. Um, you can kind of see that whoever sculpted this relief 
thought a lot about the faces that you can see in the fight. Um, and while the like dance macabre-esque skeletons are just skeletons, um, you can see that, uh, that the living figures on either side are fighting with a sort of furious passion. But the knights seem to be... There's a sort of burning hatred in their eyes. Uh, whereas the bedraggled horde have been sculpted with more of a look of fierce defiance. Huh. Okay. Well, this is definitely not commemorating St. Leroy of Jenkins. Um, yep, no, there's too many people for that. <laughs> you wouldn't have all this backup if that was the case. No, be on his own. Everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that well-known, uh, that well-known childhood story. That well-known <laughs> historical figure. Historical figure. Canonically. <laughs> historical. I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> the. I mean, is is yeah. there like a story in the rest of these panels? Like legitimately, yeah. like is this is this a series of pictures that is telling a story, or is it just like one picture? There is a series of pictures actually telling a story. Um, yeah, let's say that. Okay, Dennis um, is actually at the very far end. I'm going to say. Okay. So the okay. Dennis, the Dennis battle, uh, <laughs> the battle of Dennis, the battle of Dennis, <laughs> the battle uh, of Dennis, uh, figure, uh, 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 bar relief is uh, one of a pair of uh, uh, of a series of sculpture uh, 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 of you know sculpted reliefs either side of the, for want of a better word, south door. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's on, for the sake of argument, the right-hand side of it. Uh, on the left-hand side, there is a similar um, picture. Uh, there is a similar bar relief, but instead, it uh, de- it seems to depict the armies gathering or, or mustering. Uh, you can see that there is. Um, you see a pic. Uh, you can see that uh, in one sort of divide of this. Uh, well, it's two parts would be a diptych. Um, you uh, there are uh, there is a figure. Um, there are actually two figures wearing full face uh, visors. Uh, one is gathering around them these uh, heavily armored figures. Uh, drawing them from what appear to be churches or monasteries, um, as the as behind them you can see there is uh, kind of depicted a rising sun. Uh, on the other side, you can see the full face visored uh, sort of black knight figure is seems to be with one hand. Uh, turning and addressing or gathering support from uh, figures 
uh, the, the, the sort of bedraggled looking figures, some of whom have horns, some of whom don't, uh, who appear to be generally sort of humanoid uh, in nature. Uh, they seem to be picking up tools from uh, farms, uh, uh, from farms or workplaces. To the other, you can see the figure is gesturing with a hand and uh, bodies are rising from the earth. Uh, or skeletons are sort of coming together uh, and becoming assembled. Mm. You can kind of pursue... There are more uh, elements to this story. Um, If you go left, you can look around at the ones around the eastern door. If you go right, you can look at the ones around the western door. You seem to have come, as it were, in the middle. Uh, Dennis has drawn your eye to the middle of this tale. I mean, my... My instinct would be to go in reading order, at least in, yeah, in the reading order that we're too. used to, like having yeah. read stuff in like Joven and stuff, like left to right. Yeah. yeah. So starting on the left, then you journey around, um, and you can see that there is uh, bar relief, uh, bar reliefs uh, here that depict um, figures. Uh, Essentially, it's a complex series of scenes. Many of them, uh, uh, most of them are of rural life in one way or another. Figures living in uh, working fields um, or mining, uh, performing various acts of backbreaking labour. You actually see Dennis here as well. Um, Dennis has made a reappearance. Um, What's Dennis uh, doing? Sorry? What's Dennis doing? Uh, Dennis What's is Dennis's doing job? back-breaking work in a mine, initially. Mm. Oh, Dennis. Um, and, but you can see that these figures are uh, labouring largely under the watch... Uh, in bright, sunlit fields, under the watchful eye of mounted figures. Hmm. Um... And as you kind of on you, know, uh, you reach out, uh, you kind of, hmm, yeah, I'm going to say sort of on, on just on an instinct, you reach out and place a hand against the stone, and you hear a voice. Where I was born, there was no way to climb. There seemed to be no future. We labored, trapped forever in our place, tied to the land. We were needed but despised by those who called themselves our betters. Mm. I learned in those days that if you wanted power, you should abase yourself, bow low and hope that those on top might throw you scraps 
I saw time and time again that if you wanted to make yourself useful to, in those days, the boyars, your best route was to inform, to betray. Such is the act of cowards, those without honour. But with no chance, no opportunity to change how we lived, it seemed that honour was nothing more than the act of a fool. But sometimes, sometimes we find power that we did not wheedle for, that we had to betray no one for. And when they realize what you have, you are at risk. The next bar relief you can see depicts a figure, uh, and I'm going to say it's Dennis, uh, stumbling upon a oh, no. bag of coins. Um, and then in the next panel, almost sort of in a comic style fashion, uh, having the shit kicked out of him by one of the mounted figures while another takes the, uh, the, uh, the, the money. Tough break there. Mm. Touch oh, it. Dennis. The voice yeah, continues. I assume we all hear the voice. Yeah, you were all hearing it. Yeah. It's just yeah. Loud. That's the kind of vibe I got, but... Yeah. I learned... I learned early on that if you are blessed by fortune, others will try to take it from you. If they cannot take it from you, they will try to control you. And if they can't control you, they will try to destroy you. But force of arm, others would ask, if your situation is so bad, why do you not rise up? And we did. The next panel you can see has a rabble of figures picking up pitchforks uh, and hammers in much the same way as the mid, as the middle uh, forces, and then. And then the panel after that is a series of bodies trodden over by uh, departing figures on horseback. I feel like we go along and touch each one at this point. This brings you to the (laughs) first of the doors, which he realises is actually just a solid block of black stone set into Mm. a doorway. Huh. How do you move what cannot be moved? How do you overcome a door that will never open? You can carry on from here uh, as well. I I feel like I want to overcome this door. Yeah, I mean, do we want to hear the whole story first? Or do we want to... Riddle's probably best, but... I don't know, I feel like... 
we might not get the whole story unless we go through the door that as we get to a door. Hmm. Well, like we won't get the whole meaning, or we won't get the whole bits, or maybe we should try it. Worth it. I mean, I could probably open this. I mean, you can do your stone thing. Unless it's real, yeah. Unless it's real deep. Um. I'll give it a go. Okay. Try it. Let's try ourselves a door. So. Tell me exactly what you do, please. Uh, I am going to cast Stone Shape and go, oh, you can't, you go through it, you can't, if there's anything you can't move, you, you go through it. Okay. Okay. And you touch, yeah. you touch the door. All right. Yeah. You feel the magic guided by friends' uh, influence pass through you. In that familiar sort of way, as you uh, as you call upon your inner well, the you can feel it take for a moment. The door briefly almost seems to shudder, and then nothing. Oh. Right. Well, not by usual means. Um, no. You tear like it, it down. It you break it down. Something. Yeah, know. we'll go around it somehow, but... Hmm. Is that solid well, stone? I'd like to see the hinges on that. Could you word the end of that sentence again, please, Mr. DM? Yeah, uh, yes. How do you... Uh, when the door cannot be... Oh, I'm slightly paraphrasing here. Uh, when the door cannot be opened... How do you get through an unmovable? How do you get through a door that cannot be opened? How do you, uh, how do you pass beyond an immovable object? Okay. Uh, you teleport. That's true. Um, yeah. Teleport or tear it down. Behind it. Best options right now. If it's solid rock behind that, teleporting into it is gonna hurt. That's unsafe. Yeah. We um, don't know there's a room behind I it. could, genuinely though, um, I've, I've got Thunder Wave. I could try smashing it, see if that does anything. I will say, by the way, to answer uh, Corzin's question, uh, this has no hinges. Mm. It literally is just a solid slab of black oh, rock okay. set into the stone archway it around some. it. Mm. It didn't want them. I, I could have a shout at it. Could do. Uh, does that work on like really heavy things? Is there any sort of um, limit? To I it? mean, I've smashed a door before. It's not easy, but if it worked a bit, it would tell us that we were on the right track. I suppose if it That's moved true. at all, yeah. Yeah, like if it if it cracked even slightly, that'd be something. Well, if you can get if you can crack it, I can possibly put some explosives in there. Yeah, maybe maybe just for like an experiment, we do a little one and see if it does anything. Mm. Um, yeah, try it. So. Yeah, sorry, I'm looking for Thunderwave. Um, oh, you might, you might all want to like stand back a bit. Yeah, let's get Victory has already stood back. Yeah, I'm not going to do um, a massive one because I don't want to waste anything enormous. No, just. Um, I just Celestia. Just... It's more about moving it, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, or smashing it. But genuinely, the way to get through a door that you can't get through might be break it down. In this story, is what I'm thinking. Um, yeah. um, I feel like it was going to be something smarter than just hitting it. But it, it might a big be. Bit of rock. But 
you know, let's yeah. try the stupid stuff. Well, that's why this one's a pushing one. Yours does pushing too, which is why it might work. It does. We'll get it out. Um, so Celestia just kind of <laughs> very politely looks around one second and then breathes in and just goes ah! <laughs> and just shouts. Mm. Yeah. Um, and you can picture the kind of <laughs> that like ricochets around the cathedral as a big echo. Um, I, I'm almost imagining the scene from David Lynch's Dune where, there, there, yep. where there's the big rock and they're like, cut it, punch it, shout it. it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doing the Break. Dune yelling at a rock. <laughs> <laughs> <Break>. <laughs> uh, roll damage, please. Um, yes, so that is D8. I'm wanting, isn't it? And we don't actually get damage or not, <laughs> like, but I'll roll it. Um, it's not a big spell, I do warn you all. Um, it's literally more about that is 10 okay 10 I was actually also thinking that time that and Molly were trapped behind rocks and I smashed them and that's where my head was at when I thought about this Mm. okay because it does do damage to objects as well as as your voice sort of echoes around the uh, thundering around the 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 cathedral (laughs) the door itself is completely unaffected in any way Mm. however uh, I will say that you do see a little bit of stone dust sort of shake uh, off the archway and the bar reliefs around it but the actual door yeah the door actually appears completely unaffected in fact I'm actually going to retcon what I said before Scamp it doesn't even like shudder when you did the magic to it before it just seems complete you feel the magic go but it's completely unaffected in any way. As if nothing can... Uh, n- uh, n- n- it just doesn't seem to respond to any force. Oh, the failed experiment, but I felt like we had to try yeah. it, right? Um, no, no, how about we make it really, really cold and then kick it? Well, not kick it, you know what I mean? Because things break when they're really, really cold sometimes. Coulson's what if just going to try pushing against it ever so slightly. Okay. Coulson. Yep. You push against it. Um, it does not move in the slightest. Um, it is not as cold as you would expect for stone. Uh, it feels mm. almost decidedly room temperature. Like um, maybe it's because like and, and and very smooth, almost like kind of almost glass-like in its smoothness. Okay. I'd like to. Um have a feel around that general area and see if there are any hidden doors with the sort of if you can't go through a door that isn't a door maybe you have to find a way around kind of sentiment roll an investigation check please Uh, that's actually decent Um, I think 22 interestingly I would say uh, searching around, you do not detect any sort of secret uh, passage or hidden triggers or anything. You do notice that uh, the archway around the door does actually now have some very fine, like, uh, fractures and cracks from when you thunderwaved it. Oh, I feel a bit bad. <laughs> oh dear. Well, we had to eliminate possibilities, didn't we? Yeah, I just feel a bit so bad about the nice architecture. Mm. Um, I mean, if there's cracks, we can make them bigger. Um, and then squeeze past. That's true. Um, I also have another thought. Maybe Should we, we ask listen? nicely. Mm, I, don't, I think that would be against the sentiment of the story. 
But really on that note, I do have a thought. What if we listen to the next bit of the story and see if we get any ideas from it? Okay, right. yeah, sure. Just, just in case, you know, it gives us a different yeah, way no, of yeah. looking at it. Fair idea. Okay. So we move on. along to the next bit of the uh, the next the barley for after that. Put place a hand on it. You can see that this um, this next section. It seems like the story has skipped ahead somewhat. Mm. Okay. Um, so uh, and you can see a figure uh, hidden. Uh, you can see. Um, actually, I'm going to say yeah, Dennis. Uh, hmm. is stu- uh, uh, is seems to be moving through uh, uh, seems to be in areas that are not well lit and bright as before uh, but now it seems to be mo- uh, walking under clouded or nighttime skies uh, during uh, throughout this whole sequence hmm. um, you see Dennis either traveling over hills and going into some sort of uh, walking through through deep forest, um, at, and in places traveling uh, underground, the voice speaks. After my revelations, I realized I could not stay. We tra- I traveled to search more of what I could of the ho- of my homeland. For though I met more of my people, learned how things were the same both near and far, and began to discern more of a power within me. And I heard of a place of great danger. And there I thought, danger perhaps could be the source of strength. And you see in the next bar-relief, he's walking, Dennis is walking beneath um, a, through past the trees and beneath a tall and familiar obelisk um, with an eye uh, carved into it and uh... celestial uh, sort of spiral type writing etched in that you recognize from your trip uh, from your own journey through the great forest of Midmere. Mm. Right, I think the next bit of the story is behind this door, isn't it? Uh, and yeah. the, uh, and yes, you can see that this then leads into leads to another door. Uh, the middle door, the south door, uh, is uh, black, but uh, is made of fine dark wood and has a handle, um, just I'm, an ordinary brass handle. I mean, maybe. And then on the other side of that, I'm going to say actually slightly retconning what I said before we get is the battle scenes that you saw. Cool. Um. I mean, actually, Causing, you said you find a way around, and that archway has cracked. Yeah. 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 Should we try cracking it further? Maybe we should. All right. Um, um, Causing is going to root around inside of his um, uh, pack and uh, pull out his two remaining bombs 
are they big enough that they could be forced into like a part of the crack? Uh, you would need to widen those cracks to try and fit, uh, okay. fit them in. These uh, are like, like these are like cracks. tiny cracks at this point because you weren't really targeting the archway. It's more like okay. spillover. Combination of frostbite and firebolt, like alternately to go hot cold and see if we can break apart the rock a bit. Sure. Uh, this is this is something where you are under no time pressure. So over the next um, several minutes, like. Yeah, there is like there seems to be nothing rushing you here. The pop, the Black Knight has returned, just standing like hands rested on on yeah. there. You don't <laughs> mind. This do is you? a reasonably Good, chill no, space. Stay that way. Yeah. Um, and so you take several minutes of repeated freeze, <laughs> uh, Eldritch Blast, freeze, Eldritch Blast to just crack open. Create uh, to widen a crack until it's like you've got a good solid uh, hole that you can get one of the bombs into. Right. Uh, okay. Causing shove it in. Right. Yeah, shove it in, causing. Um, I. <laughs> nice enough. I plug oh. the bomb as best shove I, it uh, right uh, up I in can. There. And um. Give it a wiggle, uh, just in case. <laughs> so you don't want to um uh, uh jostle this too much. No, we wouldn't want it jostled, yeah. would we? All right. No, no, I'm going to step well back. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I fully intend to um, uh, keep the same number of fingers as it, if it's all the same to I you. mean, if you don't want to light it nearby, I can um, I can light it for yeah. you from far away. Safety first, all right. Do, I mean, if we've got an uh, option. I will, yeah, I will place them uh, strategically at points where I think it will create the, the largest widening of the cracks and then withdraw. I will literally distance. light them with prestidigitation okay. once everyone's far away enough. After a short... <laughs> Yeah. There's a loud crack uh, and the uh, and a billowing of smoke and dust uh, as you blast open the hole a little. Um, it does create well, like a reasonably largish hole. Not so co- not so large that Celestia can like walk through it, but rather a narrowish hole that Corzin could just about uh, squeeze through. Uh, but you can see that there is some sort of chamber behind. Oh, we've got something. Okay, All right. Cool. Um, uh, how many of us can fit through that hole? Can anyone I'll else? It's just going to be Causin. Okay. Uh, Causin is the only one who could actually climb through. It's quite a small... Like, it's not a big okay. hole. Like, you know, even I'd have a Winnie the Pooh moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, these are, like, these are um, oh. 18th century black powder grenades. They're not as potent as... No, fair, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, none of us are questioning. Oh, don't yeah. worry, yeah. <laughs> um, but you, with the, with the hole uh, cracked in, you are able to definitely peer through once the smoke clears. Uh, you can see that there is a small chamber uh, beyond, inside... Uh, it, which, with your dark vision, uh, you can yep. perceive there is a uh, a chair, or possibly a, a simple, or like a stone chair, or maybe a simple throne, uh, upon which there is sat a skeletal figure. Uh, in fact, just mm. a skeleton. Um, they, after a moment of, mo- of briefly uh, wondering, uh, 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 sorry, yeah. You see this uh, a skeletal figure sat um, around the skeleton's uh, neck, uh, or well, sort of collarbone, spinal cord. Yeah, now, draped I guess, into it right? uh, is a 
what appears to be a silver, uh, a silverish chain with hmm. some sort of locket or pendant. Uh, okay. Uh, you can also see uh, just about that there are uh, through the light filtering in now that there are so, uh, there is a, a, a couple of bar reliefs on the other side as well. Nice. Like, is it just filtering in through the hole? Through the hole, or is yeah. It... Right, okay, yeah. I, I think we've got some more uh, things in here. Um, we've got a skeleton, a table, and some more of these um, reliefs. A bit I of mean, story we're missing. Mm. Does it need all of us to go in, or could you go in and touch it and we'd be able to hear it? Well, one way to find out. We can always, I'll, like, we'll be ready to come in if you need us. I can get in pretty Actually, fast. Actually, uh, Celestia, I know can I'm you not going um, a uh, pop a light through this hole? Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah, the interior is now mm. lit with a with a uh, with a uh, warm or cool purple light. Yeah. What would you choose? Oh, I'm trying to. I know exactly the purple it is. I'm trying to describe it. Um, mm-hmm. More on the cool side. Yeah. Like <laughs> I want to say, like '90s glow sticks purple. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you yeah. want to like like cool like, exactly. like nightclub light. lighting purple? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. like that oh, sort gotcha. of um, yeah, that that bluey purple yeah. that you get in like that kind of light. <laughs> All right, okay. uh, Cousin, cool. can I have I uh, an acrobatics check, please, to uh, to to you avoid winning the pooing yourself? <laughs> <laughs> that was the All end right, of the campaign. Let's see, dirty twenty. <laughs> yeah, leave Cousin like that. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a briefly worry, brief worrying moment, but you managed to you managed to slip and slide through. Uh, I'm going to tell Molly if you get stuck. <laughs> we should have uh, greased him up. Oh, Grim. <laughs> the uh, regardless of whether or not uh, you know Corzin had Corzin uh, 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 had their sort of. You know, classical slight, uh, uh, slight dead gut uh, at the start of the campaign. <laughs> the amount of fucking running around you've been doing. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine that he has a little bit there, yeah. but it's probably lesser than a lot of other halflings. Just simply because I imagine cousins are a little bit more, um, uh, not scrawny, but like has um, has a kind of a willowy yeah. kind of fi- uh, figure. You have to be like off. stocky, like a rugby player. You know, like yeah. big but yeah. not soft. <laughs> you have to take off half, some of your player. some yeah. of your weapons uh, to just to yep. fit through. But you do manage to uh, you do manage to uh, slip through to the other side, uh, yep. and you are able indeed to see bar reliefs on this side as well as the uh, s- uh, seated skeleton with the uh, with the amulet. Which actually, now that you look at it, is you know how you get those like um, those like lovers lockets, which are like two halves of a heart, and you put them together. Yeah, yeah, I'm... it's like that, but only a third, uh, and it's not really. Uh... Oh, yeah, it's not really a heart uh, so much as like an onyx, uh, as like a, 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 a sort of smooth onyx stone that appears to be right broken into a third. Okay, fine. Um, just quickly double checking. There's no other um, uh, entrance or exit apparent in here, is there? Actually. Now that you are on the inside, yeah. uh, you can see that built into the wall that you are in, 
there is uh, you can now see that there are the, the outline of a door uh, of a doorway um, with a sort of simple sort of leverage type mechanism uh, to uh, to open it outwards. However, a quick examination indicates that this op- this actually could only be operated from the inside. Right, that makes sense. This is okay. this is this 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 escape is clearly intended as a way to get out of this skeleton's adorable, not really adorable, tiny little tomb, rather than a way. Right. Adorable little tomb. <laughs> adorable little skeleton tomb. Well, it is emergency exit. You know. It is adorable now. Well, now, yeah. We've made it weird it's, now. <laughs> well it's done. the um, pre-industrial equivalent of like those fire doors yeah. with a bar you press. So, you know, when, right. when you die, how would you like your tomb to be? I'd like it to be adorable. adorable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been buried. Just been buried with like all his favorite stuffed toys. Aww. <laughs> that would be Aww. adorable and also really okay. sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. really, really sad. <laughs> Like I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna have the skeleton now. <laughs> I'm going to attempt to operate the door mechanism for the sake of my friends here. Uh yeah, you're pretty strong, uh so even though it has been placed a little higher than is entirely comfortable, you are able to shunt the uh definitely built for humans this place mechanism out. Yeah, once you get it out a little bit, the uh, the others are able to assist in like pulling it out a bit more, uh, and the whole thing does, in a slightly ungainly manner, come out so that you uh, uh, removing that section of wall so that you can all kind of fit in. Right, you have yeah, huh, you have to open it from the inside. I kind of see what he did there, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. No idea, have we? The voice, at no, least, uh, yeah, is, is the, the voice only is thing mask. The voice like, is definitely mask. Yeah. That's the, all you can go for. <laughs> but that doesn't yeah. mean anything, yeah. really, does it? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, uh, is there like any indication of anything on the on the other side of this? Um, I'm confused. What you're asking? Like, I like if he's pushing against the um, uh, the mechanism on the inside, does. Uh, yeah. Does the like the wall on the outside move in a previously hidden place, or is it actually the the, or is it um, just the, door to the us? stone bit? Yeah. No, it's literally right. you're just pushing out the stone. Like the stone is moved in a right. way that you, gotcha. okay, that cool, you cool. can push it out from the inside, but it's actually it, it would actually be there's no grip or anything for you to pull it out from the outside. Right? Yeah, it's uh, it's okay. it's basically impossible to open except from the inside. But that's, that's weirdly still like fire doors. <laughs> but that's the answer to the riddle, isn't it? You can only yep. open it from the inside. That kind of makes sense, actually. Mm. Or right, by chipping away this, at the uh... edges until you can get round it, which I also yeah like. yeah. Mm. Uh, either interpretation kind of works. Yeah, let's have a look at oh, this one. Right, so. <laughs> the first part of the of the relief shows uh, Dennis um, Dennis watching uh, watching from afar as these sort of nightly figures uh, interact with each other, them training in their monasteries, or them, uh, or them, uh, or uh, kind of talking as they ride around. Placing your hand on the on the bar relief, the voice continues. 
I realized that the only way to open those doors of power was from the inside, and no one would ever invite me in. I would need to find a way to break into those halls of power and force them to open that door. I knew that it would cost me much, that there would be sacrifices I would need to undertake. Mm. And I knew that I would need to keep my growing powers close to my chest. Especially, and in the next barleaf you see the a somewhat shocked looking Dennis stood before a trio of skeletal figures. Given the nature of what my powers would be. But I knew that with time and patience and effort and a plan, I could change this part of the world. Mm. You reach the and the at the end of that bar relief you can see Dennis setting out on his journey towards the distant woods. They got about about this one. Could oh, we have, Could I put my hand on the panel? I know that we've already mm. had it, but for continuity, mm. could I put my hand on the next panel again when he's talking about after his revelations? Uh, yes, uh, and forgive me if the wording is slightly different. Oh, I, I know that it's not written yeah. down, but just for the, no, for the sentiment, for my brain would love it in order. Yeah. yeah. After my revelation, I set out into the world seeking to understand my power, seeking more signs and ways to learn about how my pe- about how the world was. I found that my people were treated similarly all around, that people like us were similarly trapped, and I knew that I would need to delve deep and into dark places to find what to find the strength I needed to change things. And actually, you know what? I'm going to say the wording is slightly different this time. It's okay. Mm. Mm. Okay. The bar relief is the same, but the, vo- but the voice, the, uh, the choice of words is slightly different. Okay. I want to have a look at the skeleton. Yeah, too. Yeah. I just wanted to join the story Hello. together in my head. <laughs> yeah, no, Any, good. The, uh, the skeleton is uh, broadly uh, is broadly humanoid, um, but with the distinction that you can see slightly broken off uh, the bony remnants of um, antler-like protrusions coming out of the skull. Oh, hello. Mm. Hmm. Does it look like one? the one in the picture? Uh, Does it look not like Dennis? Exactly, yeah. but it doesn't look exactly like Dennis. Um, but is Dennis one of the skeletons uh, in the pictures? Um, there were three skeletons at one point. Yes, and indeed, uh, one of these skeletons does resemble uh, the antlered skeleton uh, in front of you. Uh, in fact, oh, looking at it more friend. carefully, uh, let's see. There is an antlered skeleton. Uh, there is a skeleton that just kind of 
looks like a human skeleton. Uh, And then there is a skeleton that is... um, Well, actually, on second... On further examinations, it doesn't appear to be a skeleton at all. Um, It's more like the kind of outline of a humanoid figure recessed behind the other two. Hmm. Interesting. But not like bones, like like the outline of a person. Yeah, like the outline of a person. Mm -hmm. What's the third one? uh, Just uh, so there is horned skeleton, human skeleton, and outline of a person hidden behind the other two in a way that kind of that you mistook for like another skeletal figure on first glance has this one moved in the slightest since we came in no no nobody home still um should we get did we pick up the the thing i feel like we should shouldn't we yeah let's at least have a look at it yeah sorry do you mind if we have this the skeleton does not respond or react (laughs) um but as you pick up the uh, the the amulet, uh, the bones clatter down, no longer held in place, but rather just tumbling to the ground because you know it's oh. a skeleton with no musculature. Sorry, oh, I feel hmm. bad. You are now holding uh, a locket with, well, essentially a, a chain with one third of an amulet. Interesting. Yeah. Um, my just. For my brain, is Dennis a tiefling? Uh, Dennis does indeed appear to be a tiefling. Yes. What what kind of horns does Dennis have? Are they antlers, or are they like more like scampy type horns, or what we're talking? Uh, let me just check. Uh, so uh, Dennis's uh, horns are um, neither antler-like um, in the uh, in the manner of say. Um, justice uh nor nor are they the distinctive uh sort of goat ram horns uh they're more they're a little more like small uh for want of a better word uh they're i think it's this type of creature called like an like an ibix Um, yeah yeah. ibix they kind of have like corkscrew yeah they're like small corkscrew yeah okay and go up Given Dennis some little horns on the picture that I've done of him. Cracking. Excellent. Silly, but it genuinely really helps me, like, place things (laughs) if I doodle them. Um, Well, this is becoming a familiar tale, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. 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 So, we've picked up the locket. We've looked at everything in that room, haven't we? There's nothing else, really. Um, let's go poke the other door then. Yeah, let's go see what's what's at the next door. Okay, right, we are. Fella, the had a handle, didn't it? Yeah, the second door is a is made of dark wood with, as far as you can tell, a nice brass handle. Should we just try it? See what happens. Yeah, yeah. let's try it. See if okay. it's got a message. You click. Uh, you uh, you turn the handle, and the door opens smoothly. Hmm. Inside. You can see that there is a small chamber. Um, it's a little strange by comparison. Uh, you can see that there is um, 
there is there is a, uh, uh, there are bar reliefs on the wall on uh, on the near side of the walls, but the room almost seems to be cut in two. Uh, the far the near side of the room, similar to cathedral, um, has the uh, uh, has the bar relief type walls. They're quite pretty stonework. The far side of this room, and this room is like. It's not mass like you know. It's it's reasonably long. It's like twenty foot uh, uh, deep, mm. um, but uh, so you're all able to comfortably get in on the on the near side. Um, but the far side of the room has the appearance almost of like a a very simple bedroom or flat, for want of a better word. It's mm. got plain stone walls. There is um, light. There is definitely magical in nature coming from like a thin sort of uh, from a little I actually say yeah just a fawn uh, like a dwarf crystal uh, set into the ceiling uh, it's illuminating Ooh, fancy. it um, you can see that there is a spartan looking kind of um, stuffed ma- like stuffed hay mattress bed uh, with a simple um, blanket on it uh, beneath which you can see there is a chamber pot. Uh, there is a small stove and a hearth. Uh, what appears to be a grate with that is like some sort of drain. Next to which there you can see uh, what appears to be a little um, like a, like a sort of ewer or a font of water, uh, which. Uh, which looks a little there's something strangely blurry about it that you can't quite make out um, mm. but you can also see there are several shelves uh, of what appears to be a pantry uh, just full of uh, a, a variety of dried and preserved foods you can see like re- like you know those like kind of like like almost like Serrano ham the ones that are almost they're almost like transparent. They're so like dried out and preserved. Yeah, they've got like, a weird look to them. Yeah, and there's like mm. really like uh, kind of like dried out and salted fish, uh, hard tack, um, jars and jars of sauerkraut, uh, just mm. food that will keep a really long time. Um, you can also see. Uh, at the very uh, at the complete other end of though is another door uh, this door is again looks to be it looks to be made of, uh, similar to the first one that you encountered like a solid uh, stone door uh, but you can see that there is some sort of mechanism uh, that look built into the wall next to it uh, that almost feels like it's, it looks almost like a lever on maybe some kind of spring or something. It's not really clear, but you can definitely tell that it's meant to be gripped and moved. It's currently it's currently down, uh, and you can see that there is a slot, and it could be pushed up uh, towards the top of the door. Another imperfect oh. diagram coming your way. Hmm. Thank you. you Very importantly, though, in between these two halves of the room, the there is a very almost slight. There's a strange sort of blur in the air 
that, that obscures yeah. the further side of the room. So this is like a slight haze. Yeah, just a very slight haze. Hmm. Okay. We've not had any sort of oh, riddly voice telling us anything about what we're doing here. Is, uh, there, um, is there bar relief before yes, the divide? Yes, before the haze. Can we have a look at that? Okay, yeah. let's go and yeah, look at that. Yeah, let's have a look at that. So this one seems to depict the figure of Dennis, it's a now familiar figure of Dennis, wandering <laughs> through... Again, to you, eerily familiar street, abandoned buildings and structures uh, surrounded by, uh, by um, uh, woodland. And as you touch them, the voice speaks out. I found what I was looking for. But... The secrets I sought there did not come easily. Even though I could defend myself against the dangers of that forest, what I realized was that some of the most important truths could not be cheated could not be wheedled through fast words or clever thinking. It is in that place that I learned the fullness of my power, not merely from within me, not merely that which was gifted, but that which took work, time, effort, and arduous patience. Sometimes, to find what is truly important, you must be willing to sacrifice that which no one can replace. Well, is that the last thing before the war? Yeah. I have a question, um, out of character, because I'm having thoughts. At mm. Kabinagash, mm. the pyramid, mm. when we saw that whole... Th- there was that whole thing at the top that the spirits didn't want to go near. Mm. Was there, like, a haze around that? Um, I think there was, but it wasn't the same as... It wasn't exactly the same as this haze. Mm. Um, but the But there is a similarity between the sort of purified adamantine feeling now that you think about it actually i'm going to say that one of the closest uh so the, the the most similar types of materials you realize to the door that you can see at the far end of this room and the door that was the first door is was the door oh like the, the door okay yeah. I believe, yeah. I believe the only death beyond, beyond, beyond one yeah, yeah. yeah i believe that was yeah. also I just plain black be. stone no i think it was like yeah. dead black yeah, yeah. yeah. Feeling a bit wary of this haze, if I'm honest, folks. Yeah, it looks mm. like we've got to give up like something that cannot be given back. Um, um I turned to the pride spirit. How are you feeling about it? Are you getting weird? This, I mean, yeah, this place is 
it reminds it i feel a lot like when we went to that to the weird place in the woods yeah just find myself a bit wary of touching that i think maybe i don't know if i'm paranoid but no oh no you're yeah not. I think we touch that and we lose something exactly um, i'm not sure there's another way around it either Kind of wish we knew what it would be before we did it. Hmm. Are we able to move anything over there without touching it? That's a good question. So Esther's going to step oh. back. Actually, <laughs> kind of want to just chuck something through it, see what happens. All right. Um, uh, Corzin will take out a single. Um, piece of lead shot and attempt to bounce it off the fire. I'm just going to step back when you do that. (laughs) Okay. You fling it. Um, There's a Mm. moment. It seems that you follow your eyes. uh, You follow it with your eyes. Um, It sails through the air. As soon as it hits the haze, it seems to vanish for a moment. Um, Everyone just roll me a wisdom check, please. Okay. Yeah, check not safe. Eleven. Sorry, maths. Thirteen. <laughs> Seven. Celestia, you're the first to notice it. Uh, it's on the ground by the far wall. Oh, it got through. It's over there, see? Does it look the it same? It just sort of winked out for a second. Does it look the same? Uh, it yeah. appears to be the same lead shot as before. You don't even you haven't dented the wall or scratched the far wall or I'm... anything. Um, but has anyone got anything? Looks like fresh. Like food. Um, uh, I mean, have we got anything that Squinty gave us? Anyone save a sandwich or anything? Oh, that's a good point, because you have been... <laughs> I don't uh, know if we do have fresh food. <laughs> you, like anything was, yeah. Most of your food is, is kind of prepared. Dry. Like, you know, you've... Like you've you've eaten through the fresh stuff that uh, that Squint gave you a little while back. It's now been a few days, frankly, at yeah. least. It's kind of hard to tell how much time passed while you were in the uh, yeah. uh, while you were t- talking with Cassandra because time got like your like perception time yeah. got a little weird. Um, actually, yeah. uh, you're you're really down to like your standard like you know preserved rations mm. for the most part. Um, there, there is a full pantry there if you want to stock up. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. It wasn't a good. It was just a worrying thought. Um, I don't tend to pay a lot of attention to your, to, to to like you know how much you're you're eating because usually survival no. is less of an issue and the the bowl lets yeah. you supplement your rations with chocolate uh, <laughs> and ice cream and, and horrible like, beer and, as we established yeah, in the and, underdark and indeed very very calorific weak beer yeah <laughs> um, uh, so so it's I'm not just, usually an issue yeah. I just have this weird thought of like what is a thing that you could give that you couldn't get back that you could sacrifice and the one thing that I keep thinking of is time yeah me too that's true. Um, has anyone got a candle? Probably. Uh, do. Yes, yes, I have. Yeah. I'm sure one of us has a candle. Uh, you you right. actually yeah. have a few candles because from, from your journey. From, from Squinty. Mm. Yep. Like, light a candle, put it on a stick, put it through, and just see if it comes out 
more burnt than we're expecting. This is a smart idea. That's a very good idea. Also, just out of character clarification, neither Scamp nor uh, Victory has Mage Hand, do they? Oh, let me check if Victory does, uh, because Vic, because if if she does, certainly. she will volunteer it. This is definitely a thing Corzin would know in character, but it's something that Sam. Oh, is actually, not sure no, about, no. I'm so. going to say a moment of uh, uh, Victory going. Oh, I um, I could do that uh, trick that uh, Mum tried to teach me. It's one of the ones that I got up uh, pretty early. Um, she takes a copper coin, flips it into the air, and gestures, and you see like a, like the, rather than a hand, it's more like gusts, of, little gusts of wind catch the coin, mm. uh, and hold oh, it. Oh, brilliant! That's cool. Thanks. Can you carry a candle? Um, yeah, for as, kind of as long as I can. Uh, I have to keep focusing on it, but I definitely can. Sure. Um. Yeah. Let's just see what happens on the other side. Light it with prestidigitation. The candle lights. Um, yeah. Uh, how do you want me to like stick this in? Like, do you want me to stick it in like end first, or like just car- like up- upright and carry the whole I'd thing? Say in? Upright and yeah. just like stick I think it in. Upright, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, so the candle sort of floats in the air, sort of buffeted up by this little like little little vortex of uh, uh, of winds. All right. If I just she winces and, cr- uh, uh, and clutches at her head um, as right. as the candle starts to pass through the barrier. Uh, and there's again a sort of a blinking moment uh, and you can see that there is just now a pile of wax uh, that is halfway into and halfway out of the barrier. Uh, and like a little bit of candle stub uh, near the uh, uh, near on the near side of the barrier. Ah, sorry, that was. Oh, it's just suddenly got really hard to focus on holding that. Oh, that's weird. That does not right. strike me as good, friends. No, but it's not. Is it a, all the way like burnt down? Um, uh, it's not even. It, it looks more like a candle that hit the floor and then and then burnt itself out. Scamp, will you like, think it's, okay. it's a pile of wax? Mm. Right. Scamp, will you think I'm the worst if I suggest sending Marjorie through? I mean, no, but I think surely it will explode. Marjorie um, wiggles her feelers. I'm not sure that'll tell us a huge amount. Yeah, I mean, it'll tell us it the hurts. spirit can get through the barrier intact. That's true. Marjorie's not a spirit. Marjorie's a Marjorie. It's just a slight awkward sort of <laughs> squinty moment from where, Celestia. Where victory, it's up to you if you pick up on that or not. Regardless of what the scamp does, Victory sort of frown, furrow, uh, brow furrows as if she's been picking up clues for a long time. And then she gives, like, Corson and Celestia a slightly worried look before <laughs> schooling her features and looking away. <laughs> but, like, Marjorie's got a body. Yeah, yeah, yep. It's the closest equivalent. I, I, uh... I'm confused. Just a little bit of spirit. Just a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. 
I'm very confused. Marjorie, are you a spirit? Marjorie wiggles her uh, her, her, her 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 antennae expressively, though what the expression <laughs> is, you cannot tell. Hmm. Um. <laughs> I'm confused because this is not a form which is easy to communicate with. I, me- well, I messaged to Corzin. <laughs> is is it time to tell them? Do we think, or should we just leave this? <laughs> I messaged to Corzin, not Scam. Yeah. <laughs> Corzin will um, reply. Well, the only other alternative is Jeffrey, and I don't like how that was is likely to go. That also doesn't tell us whether a spirit can get through the barrier or not. No. Also, yeah, right. if Jeffrey melts, um, much as I hate the little bastard, it wouldn't be fun, would it? No. No. All right. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, for his part, is keeping the fuck away from yeah. the thing which, as far as he can tell, just melted a candle. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's exactly the same as sort of the spirits that um, Celestia and I have, but there, there's some similarities, surely. Given what, whatever else we've seen about how magic seems to work. Yeah, but I can see Marjorie, and she's got a body. Yeah. I also know, and I guess the um, the the place we've been for uh, for the last little while is, is sort of um, seems to support this theory that when it comes to magic, uh, sorcerers can break all of the rules. I think Marjorie's yeah. sort of like spirit powered, you know. Yeah. Does she want to be? It seems fine. If I had to guess, and it is only a guess, mark you, but it's more like, while she is separate from you, she can't exist without you. So there is a bit of you in her. Right, but it's not sorcery magic what made Marjorie. Yeah. It was just, it was the stuff from the book. It's a little like, you know how you look a bit spirity? Right. It's like that, but like yeah. a bit more spiritual than you. Sorcerer. <laughs> wisdom. Sorcerer no, adjacent, wisdom. perhaps. Uh, wisdom's not here. Victory, who has just made her insight check, gives you a slightly flat look, but says <laughs> no. Victory gets a message that shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Victory gets another message. Want to be here. Victory gets another message. We've never addressed this, and I'm really trying not to now, if I'm honest. You see her nod very slightly. <laughs> so, um, assuming we're not putting another candle through, what are we doing? I'm not we fucking can touching try it. Just pushing it through. We well, I know Marjorie's not a canary through. right now, but that's looking very much like a coal mine over there. Cockroaches are pretty fucking hardy. Yeah, actually, you make a good point. Yeah, but the, this is not, though, is she? She'll go splat really easily. Well, I don't know what else we do, darling. The difference just, being is like, that when Marjorie goes splat, she doesn't go splat permanently, as unpleasant as I'm sure it is. Yeah, but if you splat me with the effort that will splat a Marjorie, I barely notice it. 
I'm mm. not sure. All it will tell us is that it hurts. It won't tell us anything more. Hmm. I mean, mechanically, did what um, Victory just experienced look like it took hit points off? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Victory right. okay. is not doing a lot during a lot of this uh, this adventuring and exploration segment because, functionally speaking, she's sort of vaguely lo- looking at. I'm going to say, for the most part, she's uh, effectively taking it very easy and and giving herself a short rest while all this is going on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I just got to double check something quickly. Um... There is the spell card for this. Right, okay. Uh, When you say it looks like it took uh, hit points off, are you referring to the Black Knight beating her to a pulp? or uh, No, I'm referring to what happened when she um, took the flame across the surface. Oh, no. Uh, That would look more like she suddenly got a really sharp headache. Mm. Right, okay. Uh, Yeah, that was more what I was Mm. attempting to uh, ascertain, is like, does it physically harm someone to cross the threshold? Okay, right. Um, this might be really, really um, cowardly of me, but I'm not touching it unless we know a spirit can get through it without getting harmed. Why okay. those spirits well, can do things we can't? One way to find out. Yeah, but this um, is like could be in a gash. Yeah. Causin is going to. I'm not down. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Causin is going to uh, cast protection from good and evil on himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just mark that off. The fish spirits gather round and sort of arrange themselves in a protectory sort of manner. And I am. Um, you said that there was a um, like a a shelf that's like a pantry. Yeah, a series of shelves. It's like a pretty yeah. pretty solidly stocked pantry. There's okay. I'm gonna uh, attempt to reach across and pick off one of the. Um, uh, bits of hard tack. Okay. I suppose one of us has got to stick our hand in it eventually, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, do you say, do you say that out loud um, as Celestia, or is that an Ellie comment? Oh, that was Ellie. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't. I don't think Celestia has like. Cool. Causing's not said anything, yeah. so I don't so, think. Uh, as yeah. you see, you see Causing stepping forward, does anyone uh, say anything? Yeah, I mean, and you'd see the the spirits kind of yeah. um, move around him in a way that suggested that's what he's doing. You sure? So, because this is going to take something you can't get back, maybe. As you're stepping forwards, you Mm -hmm. hear uh, Celestius saying, "Are you?" And her voice cuts off. Oh, okay. Um, I'll look back. You look back, and you can see there is the haze now behind you. You've stepped through. Um, Okay. And you can see Celestia and Scamp. Uh, and in fact, you can see the Rainbow Spirit around Celestia as well, uh, and Scamp, and Victory, and Marjorie, and Jeffrey, frozen like statues. Have my spirits crossed the threshold with me? They have. They. they right. Uh, you okay. see the ambivalent octopus. Uh, uh, looks at them. Looks at you. Shrugs. I'm going to grab the hard tack and jump back across the threshold. Okay. You grab the hard tack and you jump back across the threshold. Um, and Celestia continues uh, saying, sure, but, um, Celestia and, uh, Scamp, you see, uh, Corzin step forward and the, and he touches the threshold and it, and there's just like a brief moment 
where an instant later he's now stepping back out of the threshold holding a piece of hardtack which is which is has just vanished from the uh pantry that was weird does he does that he was look weird. any different looks yeah, entirely the same uh causing you feel entirely the same um but yeah briefly everyone was statues and now they're acting normally again are you okay? You were all like, fro- yeah, you were all just frozen while I was on the other side there. I'm gonna like daintily nibble the hard tack to see if it's still edible. Surprisingly edible, uh, if uh, you know, still hard tack though. <laughs> all right. So- Again, I I have no idea how, but um, given what like literally just happened to us a little while ago, I'm thinking that this does something to time. Um, stops in there. It's not passing. It's like you were frozen solid, like um, like you weren't moving at all. Right. Okay, but so the spirits came across with me, and they've come back. Okay, that's, I'm considerably calmer. Um, weird. Yeah, though. try some of this, and it'll like break off a little bit. It's like it's fresh. So, like, how long has that must that have been there? I say it's fresh for hard tack. Like this. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it's still not tasty, but. It, but I mean, no maggots at all is yeah. my point. <laughs> so it's something to do with time. It's not a fridge. It wants us it... to give something, and it's something to... Was it cold? Uh, it what, what would, what would be, be the any... word that Celestia would use that isn't fridge? I just um, realised we can't have a fridge. Oh, it would be an icebox. Yeah. So they exist, literally. Like... It's not like an icebox, but with time, is it? Like it's I, I, well, I'm not ruling anything out, there. but like, it w- certainly wasn't colder, uh, at least not as much as I noticed. No, but I mean, technically, if you had fr- food and you had a way to keep it in the same moment, it'd have the same effect, yeah. wouldn't it? But a bit better. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. Was... So, so, are you saying that it, it's kind of... It's a little... Um, hell moment. Box of spare time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm speculating thoroughly, darling, but, you know... Well, that's interesting. And ah, that does kind of make a uh, make sense in terms of what happened with the uh, the candle then. Because imagine, like, if it had crossed the uh, the threshold, burnt all the way down, in a, what would be the blink of an eye for us. But however long it takes a candle to burn, like what what exactly. will, will those be like a couple of hours? Well, it didn't even do that because it just broke when it hit the the spell didn't go through, so it fell. Hmm. It, we don't know if it just fell and went out or if it burnt out proper. All right. Um, we should pull that lever though, shouldn't we? I will yeah. say that the um, the candle, like, there's no sign of the wick. It looks like the whole thing is melted rather than like the only bit that is still like candle shaped is the tiny stub that was on the on the near side of the haze. Okay. Hmm. Well. Right. So time goes. Wait, so things, time does pass in there. It seemed to while I was doing stuff, well, but it didn't seem like frozen. while it was passing in there, it didn't seem to pass out here. No, it was instant. You came straight back out. So, in order to pass through, you are giving time. How long do you have to stay in there? How much time do you have to give? Uh, I mean, could well, some only, of us could afford it, to give a bit more than others? Mm. I mean. Could one pop in, pull the lever, and then pop back out again? Presumably. It's still time that you're giving that you can't get back, but... There's a lot of food in there. That makes me think they intend you to stay there a while. If it... 
Okay. If it is time. Mm. And somebody... Okay, how... If this was one person, Jason, how much mm. food is that? Like, how long? For someone like you... Um... It's a very, very well-stocked pantry. You could, like, you get the sense, actually looking into it, that it goes a little deeper in than you initially thought. Mm. If someone really stretched it out, uh, they might be able to make that last as long as six months. Mm. I mean, that could be six months of food. That's a fair amount. Um, also, it occurs to me, if you've got the ability to um, ensure that, like, if time passes on the inside of this thing, but doesn't on the outside, there are a whole number of other applications you could uh, you could put that to. Like, how useful would it be if, say, for example, um, you were working on something and you needed to, uh, uh, to go and rest... But if you had the ability to get the uh, the benefits of like eight hours of sleep in the blink of an eye and go right back to what you were doing, that would be really oh, yeah. nice. Sometimes, great. Yeah, right. I mean, the amount of time yeah. we've needed a fucking break and there's not been any time. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's play worst case scenario here. And um, you've got to spend six months in there. Let's let's imagine that's what happens when you pull that lever. Um, if we're doing this is least likely to be if if we're doing candidates in this room who have the most time to lose it's me isn't it but six months isn't that big amount of time any one of us like if that was 30 years that's a different matter but six Mm. months it's still the least proportion for me yeah but are you gonna be all right for six months on your own i mean no so that's the thing that matters not if would anyone a huge... but who's going to do best really do we think that's what we should be judging it by if that's what we're th- looking at I mean I, I feel like we should be playing worst case scenario shouldn't we really yeah and if we're going judging based on the amount of food rather than expecting they're expecting us to starve in there because that seems unlikely um, I mean, there is an argument to say we'd do months. the best if we all went in together. That would probably uh, be what I'd favour. Although, let's just have another look at these um, bass reliefs. See if there's any indication in uh, what they're doing that has any uh, anything that pertains to this. The bar reliefs again mostly show Dennis walking through you know walking through what you recognize as Kibir Nagash you do right. see him stood before the door at one mm. point but you also see images of him slow just move uh, walking between what seem to be almost like cenotaphs or the or small uh, assemblages of um, what you recognize as the intricately marked uh, bricks um, spending time walking uh, reading in places or uh, or sort of in a broad sense sort of judging from the strange gestures casting magic um, right okay 
the 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 sense that banks up with the uh, with what he says is of time passing uh, and again the the echo of the words of i realize that to find the truth i could not cheat my way through uh, through this there was no quick route i would simply need to put in effort and to spend the res one resource that no one can ever get back. It's definitely time, isn't it? I mean, yeah. time was weird there, wasn't it? There was that thing that kept not being, that kept dying over and over again. Yeah, and Shit, back. yeah, I've forgotten about that. Time was weird. Do we think this is the so Reaper we, of Time? I think it's got to be, doesn't he? Hmm. of time. If there's only like 10 feet between the threshold of this and the uh, the switch, mm. in theory, if we all held hands, could we concertina ourselves across the room and have one of us on the end pull it while the other one is on the other side of the uh, uh, the threshold? Or we could chuck one of us on the end of a rope. Yeah. The ones outside are frozen. That's the thing, mm. yeah. I it's your wrists. It's, it's, it's like, what's in oh. the thing. It, it, there is no cheating it. You yeah. get the thing by spending the thing. Yeah, I don't think Cousin was necessarily suggesting this out loud. I'm just thinking in terms <laughs> of... Um, uh, fecking around with game mechanics. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Okay, um, That's the same. It's your wrists <laughs> if you want to try and extend it. Clenched hands through that. Are we prepared to wait? Trouble is, if we all go in, are we prepared to starve? If it is a set amount of time and there isn't enough stuff in there for the people that go in. We each have enough um, uh, rations for ourselves for uh, Not for, for that while. long. Not for that long, no, but if we supplement what's there with our, uh, our rations, I mean, that uh, gives us all a uh, little bit of extra time. You've got... You're going to start running into issues after a week, basically, with the rations you have. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, okay. Actually closer to two weeks because you can supplement with the bowl, but even so... Bowl, make liquid bread that we can just live off. Literally, it can. Good, but like between we four of us, the whole time drunk. Yeah, but yeah, but between four of us, it's not like four people's food, is it? You know, no. Um, it's 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 not though. It's no. not four people's food. <laughs> like we'd be like real we malnourished. There was those people that lived on Guinness, and the only problem they had was vitamin C deficiency. Yes, but that <laughs> yeah. bowl has Something three like uses a day, and there are four of us. It's a big bowl, and there's six months of food in there. That's that's yeah. no, it. Still doesn't make one person's food for six months into four people's food. Do, I mean, DM does it like uh, seriously? It's, yeah, it stretches. That's not out. how it works. Uh, <laughs> like, what, like if let's say three of us went in. Because we can just, let's just leave. Could you get it to like dispense solid fat? 
<laughs> I think that Victory, as you're just kind of discussing this, like Victory pinches her brow and goes, Look, if we all go, maybe we all try and go in and we work it out. Maybe one of us goes in. But let's come to a decision. Yeah. Okay. I don't think we should all go in. But I don't also don't think one person should go in alone. The other thing that I've just thought of legitimately, and this isn't me trying mm. to wiggle out of anything, is there specific sorcerer stuff that you would need to learn in that time? Maybe. I'm, I'm not trying to wiggle out of it. I'm just trying to put all the things on the table. Time-wise, I have the most. Happy to take that hit. But it's, it's, this is also your gig. Long, and yeah. if you want to make sure that you get all of it, that's also okay, you know? Like, yeah. my guess would be you'd go in and you can't get out again till the time's up and then you get a thing. But it might be that you need six months to learn the thing. Mm. So maybe it should be. Then and maybe it's it not. Maybe it's only. Maybe it's half an hour, and we're. And the the point is that we have to be willing to take the risk. There is that. We yep. don't know. We just don't know, do we? Um. Well, I'll say this: if you're going in, I'll look up. and you, and you've got that bowl between two of us, that'd stretch it out. Yeah. It'd be nice. It might be nice to have the company. I don't think anyone should be in there on their own. No, that would no. be bad. Avoid it. No, and that being the case, then have the uh, the two people who are likely to get the most out of this. Yeah, I'd, again, yeah. I, the the time is okay, but yeah, I don't I don't want you to miss stuff. You might need. I don't think it's going to be forty years. That would be the only reason I'd send you over anyone else, honestly. Mm. Okay. Just because I think if I wasted an entire life in there, it's a kind of a waste of actually being able if to If we help. assume that this was made and designed with a purpose in mind, I, I think, like, that amount of time, unless you do have a, you know, many centuries lifespan, is pointless. Yeah, I mean, we've, yeah. I think there's a decision we've come to, right? Yeah. yeah. I think we have. Right. Um, look after Jeffrey. <laughs> of course. Yes. Yes. Um, have you got anything that we might need? Um, I've got some fucking finger puppets for entertainment. Um, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'll take him. By all means. I really hope we're wrong here. I really do. Um, Spare instruments. Has anyone got a book? Yeah. Have have what? I mean, what do you want? About that tiny violin. Everything. Have the tiny <laughs> violin. There you go, darling. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, Paper. if you have, if you don't know how to play it, you might have time to learn. Ugh. I hate this. Um, I hate it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I guess it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. All right, I guess on three. Offer a hand to victory. Yeah. Calls into exactly a pack of playing cards and gives them to you. Thank you. 
One. I think above it's a tiny violin, a pack of playing cards. Oh, it's bleak, isn't it? Oh, yeah. oh Jesus! Literally, the only thing I can think of that like would be of any material benefit. I think she checks the pocket. She's got some dice and a cup as well. <laughs> All right, on three, one. Here we go. Two, three. You both step through, and you suddenly hit by the quiet. And you look behind and you can see everyone is just frozen like statues. Right then. Should we pull the lever? <laughs> I want to shout Trump so badly. Pull the lever, Trump! No, it's a lever anyway. I want to say lever because I want to say pull the lever, Trump. Right. <laughs> she reaches out, puts, her, puts one hand on the sort of uh, uh, lever. Uh, all right then. I'll put a hand on it as well, and we'll do it together. Together we go. It actually takes a little bit of effort because you're essentially pushing Alpha, this thing. Why do we leave all the strength on the other side? <laughs> <laughs> but with a little bit of a, the pair of you both managed to push this lever. Um, it's like about a three foot. Yeah, like about a three foot track from bottom all the way to the top. It takes. About 30 seconds of effort just to go against it. Because it gives you a fair bit of resistance. And you hear things sort of almost like clonking in the background. Like it's moving gears or something. Uh, And when you get it to the top, the like smooth black door very, very, very slightly shifts. Like you can just see it move. Uh, as if it's rotating on an axis on an axle uh, enough that it comes out maybe a millimeter a couple of millimeters uh, from the edge of the wall and then you hear a clicking sound from the mechanism behind the wall and you can see very, very slowly the lever is starting to go back down again. Right. So we just have to wait for it to reset and do it again until the doors open. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> That's queer. <sighs> we can't even, like, sleep. Right. right. I mean, there's Next there's a bed. I'll, I brought my... We'll I... take shifts. We can take shifts, one of us on the bedroll. I'm really glad there's two of us, otherwise this would literally <laughs> take twice as long. Oh, no, no. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, Next I don't know if it'd take twice up. as long. I think it'd just be twice as lonely. No, because you'd have to sleep. And if it takes, let's say it takes an hour to reset, you've got to wake up every hour. That's a good point. Okay, <sighs> next time we press it, we need to find a way of timing this. Because... Oh, I need to know how long it is. Um, this You've is ADHD hell. You still got those candles, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. you have made my personal hell. <laughs> yeah. This, I'm sorry. This is an this is ADHD nightmare. Like this is awful. <laughs> it At least takes... Celestia's got the lights up, and they'll stay up forever because time's not real out there. It takes twelve hours. Jesus, for the lever <laughs> to fully make its way to the bottom. At which point, you hear a sort of. <clears throat> Sound. Uh, uh, oh, it did a thing! It did a thing! <laughs> Victory looks up from her cards. Oh, fuck, it actually did a thing! <laughs> um, again, again! Oh, shit! 
she points and you can see very, very slowly that, that tiny millimetre that the door has moved is starting to slide back in. Shit, we need to get the... <laughs> I'll do it again, do it again. <sighs> okay, you rush over, you, uh, 30 seconds, like, push up the lever. <laughs> door slides back out an extra millimetre. Oh my god. Okay, now we need to check that it is the same amount of time each time. Hmm. <laughs> Twelve hours later. Exactly twelve hours later. Okay. <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. Okay, that's all right. It means we can actually sleep. It's fine. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> Three millimetres oh, yeah. out now. Oh, God. You know what we should do? We should start working out and be like super buff on the <laughs> <laughs> I'm... <laughs> yeah? <laughs> oh, we can't shower. Uh, so you look There's over. There is good. There. there is some yeah. good news. Uh, you <laughs> can't shower. Was that that was there that. is the 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 pool of water you can now see is actually a fountain that was okay. a small fountain that was bubbling so quickly uh, from the other uh, from the other frame of reference that you couldn't really make out that it was anything more than a, a pool. It's one of those ones that's got a very low sort of uh, water mm. coming up from below. Um, we should make sure this is not a closed system somehow. What <laughs> a horrible thought. That Where's chamber pot. That cham- th- there is a chamber pot. It was mentioned. Yeah, there is a chamber that pot. That gets full real fast. Yep, and a drain. Oh, thank God. And an, uh, okay. And a drain. That's great, yeah. After a couple of days, like after the first day of this, you very quickly realise, work out a system of like... Uh, taking one of the pots and pans, which I haven't really mentioned, but were with the stove and hearth, and mercifully, mm. it appears that the stove and hearth works on uh, uh, some sort of magical glyph system. <laughs> You're not <laughs> really just... good at cooking, because I'm sh- I'm not good at cooking. I might mm. be in like six months. Who knows? I'm actually pretty good at cooking. Yeah, I'm gonna draw on every wall, and no one can stop mm. me. I mean, I'm certainly not stopping you. <laughs> All right. We're decorating the whole place. <laughs> so, off. I'm just going to say this now. Uh, please give yourself proficiency with painting tools. Oh wow! <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, uh, Scamp comes um, out of this like a decent artist. <laughs> oh, that's a really long time. Um, oh my god. <laughs> It takes a month um, by the time that you that the door rotates enough that you believe you can actually fit through. Like, and you try a few times beforehand, but you can't quite manage it. Um, but it takes. I am going to be exercising just in case I can get buff by the time yeah. I get out. I don't think yeah. it's going to have any effect because I have a strength of nine. But you know, uh, no, but your but your general like fitness has actually improved quite a lot. Yeah, get like some good cardio on you. Yeah, you some, some pretty good cardio. You feel like you know yep. you're you, like you know you're a teenager, so you're in pretty good shape to begin with. But you like you know you feel like you, you get out of breath a lot less easily. Um, victory has. Mercifully, it took her the better part of... It, it, it did take her several days to stop sounding like she was strangling a cat. Um, mm-hmm. But is but has actually gotten 
okay with the kit viol- uh, with the kit violin because she's had nothing to do for a month literally nothing else <laughs> except <laughs> like yeah between you like you know she's developed some proficiency with the kit violin you've developed proficiency with artist tools um you've also learnt some cooking uh victory <laughs> has taught you some some recipes because you might as fucking well, mightn't well. you? Like, um, I think we've you... been playing a lot of chess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been playing a lot of chess. You, Victory brought dice, um, so, mm. you've been, so there's been a bit of gambling. I've invented a sort of game using You've devised a game <laughs> based on... <laughs> in which you've been using, like, little bits of... Um, like like garlic pieces as counters. <laughs> I've been hiding messages for whoever comes and lives here next. <laughs> <laughs> like confusing notes. A tre- uh, there's a treasure hunt. There is a treasure hunt for whoever gets stuck here next. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Aww, a small space treasure hunt like I made Jason for his lockdown birthday. Aww. One of those. <laughs> Exactly like that. It was it amazing because Jason was in that, obviously, in the flat the whole time, and yeah. somehow I still managed <laughs> yeah. to hide all the clues without him noticing. It was incredible. I'm really not observing. You're really not, but it was also an incredible feat <laughs> <laughs> because it was a really small flat. <laughs> I am so impressed. Honestly, the space you are in is actually, yeah, it's 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 not a lot bigger than than our, our than, old than flat our, than mm. our. Honestly, than our flat's living room. Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's it's yikes. Yeah. Okay. Just, just for the full image, there were times where he literally turned around to get something out of a cupboard, and I hit a clue. <laughs> it was amazing. I was it, I was very entertained for like several days. You, like the pair. I've definitely of you... drawn like a mural of frozen Celestia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there is a beautiful Aww. mural of them. You really make the best of a bad situation, but it is. Like, it is mind-numbing. Um, but I get you, to know Victory better. But you oh. do... Yeah, you actually, like... You I and your sister... spend a month with Victory. Spend a lot of time, like, spend a month, like, you know, talking in between all the mm. different things. Um, she... There's not really much in terms of, like, deep secrets, like, the, uh, 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 to learn but she talks a lot about grow what it was like growing up on ship um aboard ship what it was like kind of knowing that they're while like they're having this sense of having growing up with the sense of destiny rather than it kicking in in um around mm. uh, <laughs> around puberty uh, kind of in the way that uh, that it did for you that while you've gone on this like had this whole like a little over a year to get used to the idea of being a sorcerer you know she'd always grown up around magic she'd grown up but also but in a strange way with she's because she she, she's conscious that her values are a little warped in places she confesses that she still believes in them, but she knows that, you know, she grew up among pirates. Hmm. It's not quite the same. 
and just lots of little stories. I tell her all our stories Hmm. and everything I can remember. Takes like a good, you know, it's quite a lot of the quite a lot of the month, honestly. At least 173 episodes. Just <laughs> averaging three to four hours each. With Though, a theme tune at the beginning, that's yeah. very important. Which, and the end. Yeah, and, and the end. Sing at the it end. every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, uh, you summarise some bits of it, but, but nevertheless, it's like, victory is solidly caught up uh, by this point on your adventure. I would like to make us fake beards for when we leave so that it looks like we've gotten real. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speaking of which, uh, at one random point uh, during this, uh, roll 2d100s, please. Oh, no. I remember that was a thing. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, We've got... You just get so bored that the tides of chaos go off. (laughs) Nine. Five and 92. Ooh, five and 92. All right. He's smirking into table fables. Oh, yeah, table fables for this, because, you know, we're not in that Okay. <laughs> I just looked at what they were on the normal one out of curiosity. I was like, hell, that would be concerning. I'm going to ask you to re-roll the 92, please. Okay. 89. Okay. There's a moment where you're just like going, I'm so bored! Um, <laughs> that you... I have licked every surface in here. <laughs> I can't explain why. I need you to roll uh, a d6 and tell me if it's odds or evens. Uh, odds. Okay. You have a sense that either someone is going somewhere else Uh-oh. or someone is about to... Uh, or someone is, uh, or a lot of some things are about to come here. Hmm. Well, we really can't leave. We really can't leave. So I guess a lot of some things are coming. <laughs> Am I filling you... the room with geese? Is that what's happening? <laughs> Funny you should mention that. (laughs) 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 Fun. Um, As you're exclaiming how feeling this moment of terrible boredom, you suddenly feel a surge of magic built that's Uh, been building inside you release. Uh, Held in fart. (laughs) Not as bees, but as just swarms and swarms of... It takes a moment to realise cabbage white butterflies. Ah, fuckers. Oh no. (laughs) The whole uh, space becomes (laughs) briefly filled with uh, butterflies. uh, With these white white, uh, butterflies. Um, A surprising number of which try uh, 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 to kind of stay in this space. But quite a lot of which flutter about, hit the barrier and suddenly freeze in time. Oh, that's... Hmm. They they don't live long, and all of the cabbage here is pickled. (laughs) So, mostly they all kind of, like, slowly flip their wings and eventually die off after a couple of days, because they're butterflies. Mm. 
Um, they've got, and there's not really anywhere that they can lay eggs. It's a bit Uh, sad. It's it's actually kind of sad. (laughs) It's kind of miserable. Um, The rest of them, though, that don't, like, eventually flop to the ground, try to escape and become trapped against the the haze. Maybe when you leave, they will. Um, so the... I might lots of bags are holding as well, just so all my bags are holding last ten days now. I mean, yeah, you've literally had, like, a month of high-level magic available. Um... So, oh, I'm gonna like make so much shit with fabricate. <laughs> Just out of all the things here. I mean, you have no shortage of moth corpses. If you're <laughs> mm. like, none of the furniture is the same shape as when it started. Everything's <laughs> gone weird. So yeah, um, I'm gonna briefly say uh, I'll, I'll describe what the others see. But by the time you leave, by the time your month has passed and you've got it just wide enough to fit through the door just wide enough to fit through the um like the the whole place is covered in paint um and artwork there is uh the furniture has changed shape um in in places uh you stone shape is unable to affect any of the walls but the but the general furniture you absolutely can uh, mess with using fabricate um, so the but I will say that as the as the door slowly opens in this month you eventually are able to see inside and realize that there is another small chamber with a skeletal figure uh, no horns this time uh, sat on a little stone throne with another of these partial amulets uh, around its neck and indeed that there is a a further bit of bar relief on the inside when the door is finally open enough for the pair of you to squeeze in though you are able to get inside up to the um, up to where the skeleton of the amulet is and the bar relief which depicts kind of almost depicts the it's it's a simple one split into four and it depicts Dennis sitting cross-legged while around him you can see uh, trees budding with new life full with leaves and fruit leaves falling and then covered in snow and the voice speaks time time and memory are what I learned you cannot time is a strange thing it can never be turned back But what was can echo forwards into the future. In that place, I learned that we can never stop time marching onwards. But how fast, how slowly 
it can march. That can be changed. And if we know and are willing to invite in those willing to do so, we can remember even that which has passed from the world. But it would be later that I would truly understand memory. And both its beauty, its danger, and its power. Well, fuck. Huh. So do we just go back out again? Yeah, I mean, um, we should probably grab this amulet thing, but... Oh, yeah, no, I yoinked it already, don't worry. Oh, right, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I think with the momentary there. Uh, as you grab the amulet once again, the, uh, the, the, the skeleton just <laughs> falls to the ground, no longer suspended in place. By time... <laughs> Time amulet. Um, but yes, taking the the second piece of uh, uh, of the amulet, uh, you step back out and. Oh, it feels weird going back out. I know. I am really, really fucking ready to be out of this room, though. <laughs> Want to hold my hand going through again? Yeah. She takes your hand. One, two, three. Seven. As you step through. A cloud of butterflies <laughs> bursts out with you. So, from the outside, Cousins, Celestia, yep. um, and Jeffrey and Marjorie, um, you watch as Scamp and Victory take their hand, each other's hands, count to three, and step through uh, through the barrier, and then in a blur you see the room changing. Um, Paintings blurring into existence all around the walls. Bits of the pantry going down. uh, uh, Down. Just an almost like shadowy um, blurs of figures. Sometimes you get snippets of a second uh, or or uh, of a few seconds where you'll see Scamp or Victory on the bed or on a on, on a bedroll, the furniture blinks and changes multiple times as well. <laughs> uh, at one point, uh, it suddenly gets hard to see because out of nowhere, just an almost obscuring screen of white butterflies uh, start uh, 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 start to appear, um, and as they're starting to flutter outwards, oh. um, they kind of get in the way. <laughs> Um, but while this is all happening, you see the door, you see the, the lever flicker up and down, just flicker like it's in two places at once, blurring, and the door smoothly swing open, uh, wider, just wide enough to fit through. Uh, Mm. it takes about a minute, maybe less. Oh, proper time-lapse stuff, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then suddenly 
Victory and Scamp are stood uh, hands held in front of the barrier as the, as uh, as uh, uh, butterflies are fluttering around them. And you look behind them, and you can see the furniture's all changed, the painting's there, but the door has slammed completely shut in an instant. That's a very nice mural, as you did. Yeah, I think that right? really captured you. <laughs> well, it's, it's genuinely quite good, actually. Emma, are you okay? How long was that? 700 years! <laughs> How long have both of their hair grown? <laughs> um... I mean, Victory's hasn't grown that much uh, because uh, she's been cutting it. Uh, Fair enough. But uh, Scamp... Which has probably been cutting Scamps too. Yeah, so it's it's actually a little hard to tell because Victory (laughs) Victory does actually uh, cut uh, uh, cut hair. But but looking at her is long though, uh, Victory does pick up the kit violin and plays a reasonable like a, a reasonable little Aww. <laughs> that's not bad actually yeah. like maybe like maybe a month okay no, i mean better than six um are you doing uh, how, how you doing yeah um oh we, we yeah. saw like it, it all was blurry and speeded up yeah it was quite weird about a minute for us. A minute. Yeah. Fuck. That's terrifying. I have a different birthday now. Nah. I mean, it's still the okay. days we were born on. We're just a little older. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I feel that's... Like, we don't even know what rate the, uh, the time passes here relative to out in the rest of the world. Oh, don't. I don't want to think about that. No, me neither. I mean, yeah, um, that's not really been a thing I've ever worried about before, but now I am. Not needed to. Ugh. <laughs> I vote yeah, we don't think was... about that too hard. But it was, uh, it was all right, really. Um, no, it wasn't. It was horrible. Well, I have to say, I, my own. I had the company was lovely. I did not enjoy being trapped in a room for a month. Hmm. No, no, that sucked. That seems pretty reasonable. Um, yep. I don't think anyone would like that. I think that would be a, a really just unpleasant experience. I don't think that's what people are meant, meant to do, really, no. are they? No. no. Um, There's a reason why they make that a punishment in prison. Yeah. Oh, that's just... No. How is that going to teach anyone to do anything better? Stupid, isn't it? Anyway. Um, now, what, just, what, what would you two like? Would you like a little minute... I mean, we're here. We're... Fuck no. no. Not, in, not in here. I mean, out there. Do you want a little, a little chill so, before we, you know? I am extremely from? rested. You can see you Victory's like bruises and battering is completely healed. Mm. Actually, you both got all your spells, haven't you? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So, yep. Colour me jealous. I've got yeah, fucking nothing right now. Her. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the, like as you have this moment of realizing, <laughs> Victory goes. I mean, the bed's still there if you want an eight-hour nap. <laughs> that is true, actually, isn't it? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You genuinely could. <laughs> it would only be a few seconds for us if you want a long rest. Mm. I mean, that would be so useful. <laughs> it might actually um, be worth it if that's still a, a thing we can do. 
Do do, it. Feel free we not to wait notice. for us. It will only be a second for you. To your mind, actually. Would that be awful? Do it. <laughs> I want... Yeah, I'd love my fucking spells back, if I'm honest. You see, Celestia... Yeah, Celestia, you step in, that everyone freezes behind you. I literally just go bed. Yeah. <laughs> Corson will pull out his bedroll. Yeah. It's ridiculous rainbow, <laughs> to take the entire bed. The Rainbow Spirit kind of looks back... Uh, like, <laughs> the Rainbow Spirit... Uh, looks back at the frozen scamp of victory goes oh that's that's weird I know right fucking bedtime though isn't it oh yeah I'm tapped you yeah I mean you you don't even need to share the bed the bed if you want you could cause and you could just wait a second (laughs) yeah (laughs) two seconds have all yourself I mean literally I've got a bedroll that's what I would use um but yeah like Literally, like, a handful of seconds later, both of you have now had a long rest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fun. Excellent. <laughs> um, and at that point, you can head on, uh, you head up, uh, uh, head on to the final portion of uh, to the third door. But on the subject of long rests... Uh, <laughs> You step out at the, the, the strange moment, actually, because, like, although only a couple of seconds pass for um, everyone on the outside, Celestia, you actually manage to get a fucking, like, decent amount of rest. You can actually even just take, like, a few hours to just, like, have a wash in the basin. Oh, dear. Like, actually get your, like, mm. you know, take some time to, to just collect yourself a little bit. Swirl the eye around out. in my fingers and have a good look at it and a think. Mm. While I'm in there, yeah, in a way that you've always felt, but just feels sharper than usual. You get the sense of the eyes staring back at you. Mm. You definitely still feel that connection. Yeah. When when we've done rest, I would yeah. like to talk to everyone if that's doable. You can. Okay. Um, folks, we're not. I know we've got stuff to do, but this isn't feeling wildly urgent, right? Well, 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 it's well I mean, I, well, we I've don't got... seem to have the pressure of time anymore. Ironically, I mean, Ironically. but the, my point is, in in the next bit, whatever's beyond that door, we might, right? Possibly. Yeah, we don't we don't know what happens when we get to the end. Like, we might have a chance for a bit of a sit down and a rest, or we might be rushed out like the last one. Um, hmm. I need to talk to you all. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I've been thinking. Um, took a bit of time. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, I really think I should put the eye down. Not while we're doing something dangerous. I'm talking, you know, when we next have recovery time or whatever. Although I suppose that could be here, actually. Um but I, there are a few reasons. Um, but I, I mean, I didn't want to just make a decision without talking to you all. I wanted to, you know, hear your opinions as well. I mean, I've been but, thinking about it because, frankly, I've had a month. Mm. Well, I mean... There's a selfish level of, like, I'm scared because the Kraken's looking at me, but to be honest, that really isn't the big deal of it all. Um, 
The eye is never going to be able to help us achieve what we want to achieve. Because the Kraken is never going to believe that we can destroy her. Mm. So yeah. it's never it's not going to help us kill her, and it runs so through her power that all it's gonna do is show show her our plans in vivid detail. Um I don't know, it's like <laughs> But also because it's it's her opinion of what the most likely future is. Mm. It, it's like having a torch that points the wrong way. It's it's never going to show us towards the outcome that we actually want. Yeah. Because she's never going to look at us and think we could actually destroy her. You know? Except you can sometimes work out the shape of something by what's not there. I think there is a use for it, but I also think there's a huge danger in it. Well, the the danger that really worries me, to be honest, is there was that whole thing where Cassandra said she'd seen a whole bunch of futures where, you know, the Kraken finds me and takes my invisibility, and she said that every time I go in and scry, there's a possibility that she could find me and therefore find us. And the thing is, if she did find us, um, with one of the purposes being take Celestia's invisibility away, she's not going to leave a city alone that we're in. No. No, that's true. Like, but see, I, I'm fully serious. Oh no, I know, because like, like, she goes after killing someone, and she does it by destroying a city. Yeah, but, but what if we destroy a city because I was scrying... You know? What if, what if that's the day she sees... And comes to find us, and we're the reason for a kraken attack because we wanted to know something about the future or the past. Then that wouldn't really be us what destroyed a city. That'd still be the kraken that did it. It would, but we would have been the catalyst. (laughs) We can be anywhere real fast. We'd still have woken her up and brought her somewhere and I don't know if I could live with that you know what we're doing is going to wake her up and bring her somewhere regardless right yes at some point she will realise that we're what we're doing to some degree and she is going to act on that oh yeah no I know that's not on you doing it but I hope that when in case she gets grumpy like that's that's not a reason to not do something if we think the dangers outweigh the benefits of using it that's a reason to but we can't let being scared of her reaction to us trying to kill her stop us oh no I I know but it would feel like a different thing if we were trying to kill her and she woke up and you know fucked a whole load of stuff up that would be different if we were just scrying it just seems like such a shitty reason for a city to go down. Hmm. You know? There's yes. another thing to consider, which is if the... The magic that allows you to uh, scry is uh, connected directly to the Kraken, then there is a possibility it could be used by someone who is uh, intending to use it that way to misdirect... Mm. Look at something that is um, th- that is not 
what we're uh, intending to look at. It seems like a bit of a uh, still a bit of a gamble, but yeah, because you never know what the, it might have that to. tactical advantage at least. But mm-hmm. ultimately, this can... is this has to be your choice. I'm yeah. perfectly happy to um, to weigh in on this, but you have to bear this burden. I mean, here's the thing, right? It's starting to feel a bit like an abusive relationship. Yeah. Mm. Um, because the thing is, she's doing this thing where she's convincing us that in order to have any power, we need her. We, we need this power in order to have any standing in the game or whatever. Like, we, we need to be able to use her power in order to get anywhere. I and, get what you're saying, yeah. And all she's doing while we have this power is finding ways to hurt us through that tether. She's mm. seeing me every time I go in. Potentially. Or she, at least she could. She has. And she's finding ways to hurt people through me. She took over me for a week that time and we still don't know all the consequences of that. Mm. Yeah. There's stuff we could have missed. We don't know what damage was done that day. And we don't know if it can be undone. We don't know if I put the eye down if it will be undone. But she's making us believe that in order to have a chance of defeating her, we need this. And all she's doing is pulling that thread. You know? And with every chance we give her every time I go into that sea and I look for the future or the past, we're giving her another chance to worm her way in. Yeah. And we're giving her more on us, and we're giving her more information and more tactical stuff she can use. All we're doing is feeding her. You know? And the thing is, as well, like... We're looking for the edge cases. According to Cassandra, that's... The edge cases, this really, the really unlikely paths are the ones that actually save civilization, and the ones where the Kraken dies are really unlikely paths. And I think it's pretty fucking unlikely that somebody would have this power and choose to put it down of their own free will. Uh, I think most people would keep it. Oh, yeah. Perhaps. <laughs> and I, I know it, it feels... It feels like it would be a disadvantage compared to the Reavers and the Kraken if we if we lost this if, if we as a group because it's not just me it's it's we as a group we lose this power but what if it isn't because everybody who's using eyes of the storm to look into the future they're following her paths that she thinks will happen what if we what if we make our own map instead and what if we believe that we are powerful enough to defeat her and to save the world and to find the edge cases without using shit from her. You what, make a good point. I. What if we make that choice? And we say we don't need you. We can do it anyway. And the only uh, question that remains is how do we prevent anyone else from using the one we have? Lead box. We hold on to it. Yeah, we, we hold on to it. We don't give it up. We don't. Good enough for now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, seriously, though, you can't find one in a lead box, and it blinds her through that one, as far as I'm aware. What, what do you all think? I think you make a very good point, and I think the only way we're going to know for uh, sure is to try. Yeah. 
I think if these things could be used to help kill a kraken, probably would have been by now. I mean, it's like, could you kill me with my own fucking hands, you know? That's how it feels. Unless you absolutely could, but I think... <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, you, but... <laughs> but it'd be really hard, right? <laughs> I'd probably have to take them off you first. Yeah. Hmm. And I just... Yeah. I don't know. I just suddenly was like, what the fuck are we doing, you know? And I know it's a real loss. Like, I, I can't scry even, and I'm going to be really dumb. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, there are other things. Like, if you want to sort of go look for a magical item to make you smart, those things exist. They do. If that's all you want, the only benefit we're getting... And there are other means of scrying. There are. There are are loads of people who can scry. I'm not one of them, but... I just... I think we need to stop chasing her ideas of what the future will look like. Mm. I think there's a point where it was useful, and it would be useful to, to see the shape of what she's not seeing and the paths that she doesn't believe are possible. Mm. But I think we're too close at this point. Yeah, and I also don't think the eye can show us those. Well, if, you, if the eye shows us what she thinks is happening, then we know that other, you can see it by the absence of what's not there is what we want. Mm. Now we get there. Um, but that's that does leave a lot of... It's too open, and we don't have that time. We don't. We're too close to her. And I think the best way is to be unpredictable. And again, I don't think most people would put this down. I think that's... That's the brave choice here. Mm. And what do you do in an abusive relationship? You leave. Oh, and it's hard. You don't and know it's... what she thinks is happening, or the best path is. She can't predict what we do about it, because we can't. We're going to be completely random. Hmm. So yeah, now if this is what you think is right for you, I'll stand by that. I know it's not just on you, but that actual decision has to come from you in the end. Yes. I want it gone. I don't think it would be the wrong one. Then let's step back in that room and do it. I mean, horribly, I I wasn't going to suggest doing it while we were in the Sirius Citadel, but we, we have time. I don't know that we're uh, hidden here, but we're probably, if we are, we're as hidden as we're going to be. You're thinking about doing it now, then? Well, the thing is, where where else are we going to be able to do it where it happens in an instant? Also, we're not... Without anyone seeing or feeling it. Also, we're not quite on Calcinia. And there's something... That was my point. Yeah, there's something maybe good about that. I mean, should should we just do it? Well, while we've got time. With the advantage of that, any uh, unpleasant side effects could be mitigated. It's just time for them to go. (laughs) I'll come with you. We'll all come with you. We don't know how bad it's going to get. Yeah, it was bad last time. You can't do it on your own. I don't want to. (laughs) That's all right. We'll be here with you. Fuck it. You know what? We've made we've made a decision. That's yes. 
Okay, you're going to... Now. S- so you're all going to step back into the time space. Yep. Yep. Okay. You've got time to take hands as one. You step through the barrier, and Celestia, you're the only one who can see this. Someone is there waiting for you. Oh. Stood in front of the door um, there is now closed by the, the door with the lever there is the large hunched over figure of a very elderly woman with um, sort of violet deep uh, dark violet skin wrinkled and wizened what do you want then? It's finger snap, by the way. I. That's not surprising. I come to give you a warning. Mm hmm. Your path takes you to the resting place. Of the Grail, a lost place, a hidden city. If you relinquish the eye before you travel there, I will be unable to guide you through that place. And I suppose you're the only one that can. I have never been to the city, but the other echoes sealed within your eye have. I can access what they knew to guide you. They would never willingly do so, for they are her servants. But if you break this connection, I cannot advise you. Are there other places we could get that information? Not to my knowledge. Okay. I feed this back to the others. I think I'm done believing that the only way to do things is with this piece of shit. Yeah, there's no reason to doubt, but there's no reason to believe either. And uh, it's not like you're going to just go chuck it in the bin. You'll still have the damn thing on you. If it turns out that is the only way. If we're really desperate. Conversation again. Yeah, that's more to the point. You might not be actively using it, but if the uh, the situation ever arose where using it was the lesser of two evils, there's always that option. Yeah, we're not going to chuck it in the sea. No, I... Don't ask me why, but I feel like if you chucked it in the sea, it'd find its way back to her somehow. I would. Oof. So be it. 
Child. Don't call me child. Ugh. Find the map. Find the crown. They will lead you to it. Pirate King Crown. When you find the city, I can guide you. I'll remember. Any words of advice now? I, all I will say is, whatever you face next, I will not be there for you to call upon. Never once needed you. <laughs> not planning on starting now. Might eat my words later, but... No plans. I may not have the power to see the future anymore, but of that I am certain. Goodbye. Bye. I'll miss you terribly. You you kind of like roll your eyes and it draws your eye off her for a moment and when you look back she's gone. Um... Okay, I think uh, I think the best way is probably for me to sit somewhere and one of you to walk away with it. All right. Um, cousin, do you have those manacles? The manacles, yes. You know, just in case. All right. Oh shit! Yeah, what if? <sighs> that sounds horrible, but um, you are right. If there's any surprise swaps or anything, or even you just get like desperate. I mean, What's to uh, say you can just tackle Cosin and try and take it back? It's not what happened before, but we don't know if it's going to be the same. So We don't know yeah. how bad it'll get. Uh, hey. ch- chain me to something, one of you. <laughs> if this works, we'll let you straight back out again, obviously. Mm. Okay, here we are. And I will get the manacles out, and I will place them uh, around uh, Celestia's wrists. Um, you probably want to, like... I'm, I'm kind of going for the, like, chain to a thing... Yeah. Like, like yeah. is there anything like built into the wall, or can I just like start uh, shape? Ah, uh, no. Okay. There's the, the grill on the floor. Feed it through the grill. Yep, that's the most that uh, was... accessible thing. Mm. You, oh. you feed it through <laughs> the so through much. the through the poo grill. So through the <laughs> solid iron bars of yes, the uh, poo grill. <laughs> the <train. laughs> Lovely. Well, that's that's really nice. Yeah, you are chained. I'm afraid you are chained to the latrine uh, grill. All right. Um, Unless the bed's fixed to the floor and it has. Yeah, it's a little straw it. bed. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a very artistic straw bed now. A bed now, but yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, someone. Take this off me, then I'd hand it over. All right. Okay. To whomever decides to be the person. Right, Celestia, roll. uh, So you have, what, three awareness tallies at this point? Um, I can check for you. I think so. Um, Hang on, sorry. My stats are really far back at the moment. Yeah, three awareness tallies, but no other ones right now. Roll a charisma save, please. Okay. Save. Uh, hang on that is a 16 can I add a d4 please <laughs> if you want 
I mean, yeah, I could do it every action, so yes, mm -hmm. I would like mm -hmm. to pretty yep. much. Can't hurt. This. Yeah, that's only a two to add to it. So, 18. You go to hold out the uh, the eye and hand it over to Corson, and your fingers do not, like, do not release it. Uh, I think one of you might actually have to take this off me. Um, All right, I will attempt to, in a way that doesn't hurt them, but, f yeah. Okay. Corson. Yep. I need you to make. Uh, I need you to make an athletics che uh, check, please, to yep. try and pry it out of Celestia's hands. Celestia, I need you to make a wisdom save. Wisdom save. Okay. Twenty-three. <laughs> My wisdom's really good, so I might get excited. Okay, it's non-awful. It's a sixteen. It's probably not enough, but it's not too bad. Hmm. Mm hmm. Okay, it's not great, but you but but it's it, it's not the it's not the best it could be, but it's enough that you that that you have some degree of autonomy. Um, thinking creatively, what is the best non the best non lethal can harm but could not have a chance of killing uh, causing method at your disposal to stop causing taking the eye off you? Uh, thunder wave or dissonant whispers? No, dissonant I... whispers is um, I guess more targeted and it makes someone run away. Yes. If I'm um, if I'm doing knee-jerk Celestia responses. Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. Uh, and you don't need your hands to cast that. Okay, please. Uh, you immediately cast dissonant whispers uh, on causing. Uh, just reflexively. I think there's just like an ah fuck. Like that's it. It's not even like good Celestia words. It's just like uh, you know. Yeah, just like a yeah. bark, like fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is that wisdom or charisma safe? Um, let me safe. let me check. I think it's wisdom. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Sorry. Um, yeah, wisdom. Okay. I'm take a bit of damage. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a fourteen. Um, that's yeah. You don't make the save, fun. Um, so yeah. you're going to take this damage, and you also have to like run away from me. <laughs> if yeah. I have the uh, the eye in my hand, all to the better. But... Uh, unfortunately, that's what this uh, this check was for. Before you rolled high enough with the athletics check that you could pr that that you start prying Celestia's hand open, um, but the reflexive dissonant whispers, uh, you are hurled backwards. Uh, oh no! He he like runs backwards. Yeah, you just, like, yeah, you just like yeah. <laughs> your legs take over and you la are launched backwards through the haze. Uh, how much damage do I take? Oh, 15. 15. Um cool. And it's it's psychic damage, so I feel like your nose or ear starts bleeding. Yeah. It's that kind yeah. of like headache uh, uh, damage. Yeah. Scam. You see this happen? You see Celestia's hand just like grip tightly back <gasps> over the uh, <laughs> over the, the the eye. From your perspective. Corzin hits the edge and just freezes solid in time. <sighs> Shit. Oh, uh, ages before he can get back in. I don't know what we do here. 
mean... Yeah, because if I've crossed the threshold... Then... Oh, yeah. From your, for your, your perspective, you can't perceive anything of what happens next... Because so even if you come straight back. back in, it's different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you come back, like Corzin, you could bop out and then immediately come back in, and it will still have been several hours mm. on the other side, even with like only a couple of seconds having passed. Yeah. What? Okay. Can what's I, our best play him? here? Can I pull him back in? Do you think? Um. Do you want to try? Corzin grabbed something. Uh Corzin also tried to stick his hands through the barrier and then ended up walking through it without meaning to. That's true. So, um... Yeah, I feel like there's something with the barrier that's probably meant to... You're one side or the other. Yeah. Okay. Because otherwise, like, imagine if you stopped halfway through. I don't know how we do this, because I can't promise I won't do that again. Um... And if I launch all of you through, I don't really know what we do then. So, Whew. okay. Well, I can try some magic stuff and see if it does anything. Mm-hmm. I wish I could do still do that one that puts you to sleep, but that doesn't do really good. I don't have that one anymore. I forgot how. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I don't have a great number of options here but worst comes to worst you could take your jacket off and then I could uh, hit you with lightning bolts until uh, so I pass out the do yeah, it wouldn't yeah. it yeah and then try and let or, or let's try to get it off you other another way first um, yeah let's let's maybe not jump straight to lightning I mean unconscious is, is yeah the worst thing that happens here really isn't it um uh, I really can't get this hand open, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, that's that's where we're at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about we try making you slow because it makes magic harder to cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just tell you to drop it. Give it a go. I warn you, I'm pretty good at throwing those things off. I've got training. Doesn't um... always work or anything, but you know. <laughs> I mean, I was never the best. Hmm. Give it a crack. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's try slow. <laughs> so, uh, wisdom... Wisdom save. Yes. Unfortunately, right now, you cannot willingly fail your saves. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> that would be too easy. Um, so, yeah. wisdom save, yeah? Oh god, that's really good. Damn it, that's the best wisdom save I've ever rolled. There's a nineteen. <laughs> okay, well Fuck. I'm gonna you I will roll a D four and take it off your save. Yes, do that. So that's four off your save. That's fifteen. That does not save. It doesn't, because yours is like eighteen, doesn't it? Yeah. So every time you cast now you have to roll a D twenty. If you roll eleven or higher, we get a whole turn of it not going off. Okay. <laughs> good, yeah. good. I mean, at some point, Celestia's going to run out of spells. Oh no, I'm not, because we did, we did a rest. Yeah. Damn, I've yeah. got loads. Uh, your AC Fuck. and deck saves and are lower, and your reaction. You don't have a reaction. Okay, that's so... helpful. <laughs> I do have a buttload of spells, though. And, uh, what we like, need is so many. silence. Yeah. yeah, we do. 
Shit. <laughs> Damn it. No, I just thought of something. Um, oh. Yeah, no, I've gone. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah, if this doesn't work, we might be waiting for you to come back. So. That's, yeah. that's the other option. Yeah, we just yeah. wait. Or we go out and then come back in with Corson. Let's see that um, victory kind of like tenses a little while waiting for what you do next. Right. Get ready to grab it if this works. Uh, I'm going to cast command. Um, mm-hmm. What's What save is that? It was another wisdom save. But elf things, so advantage. Which yeah. we've played as Edengard yeah. things, but yeah. vanilla D&D yeah. is elf things. Um, um, oh god, it's also really good. It's not is it a charm effect. What it's a compulsion, I believe I it is. I think so, yeah, I think it counts as one. Yeah. Um, anyway, they're only, the, like, whether it was the higher or lower of that is not much difference, they were one apart. Um, so that is uh, an 18. Okay, uh, well, I've, st- I've got sorcery points to spare. Do it, so do it, I'll do take it. it another, uh, um, so that's another four off, so that's down to 14. Um, okay, okay. I mean, I've not made drop. that. So you lose. So you do immediately drop it um, because you you lose the, the thing. Um, at the moment that happens, though, uh, your reflexes kind of kick in um, because it feels kind of like dropping the eye feels like someone like like someone tearing your heart out through your arm. Um, and your hindbrain kicks in automatically. Roll an uh, uh, Celestian Scamp, please in both roll initiative. Oh, God. In the draw here. Ugh, this is the nicest this dice has ever been to me, the bastard. Uh, um, that's an 18 again. Never rolled uh, this fucking well. Uh, 17, oh, I'm guessing I don't have... Nope. My reaction back at this point is too quick. But someone who does, and who's been holding an action, uh, does act as victory uh, in the moment where Celestia's eyes flash with rage, extends a hand, and a thin kind of uh, blue-tinted spark of lightning... Uh, arcs out towards uh, uh, to try and connect to your chest. Um, can I ask you to roll a wisdom save, please? Yep. Another. Oh my mm. god! It's, it's never rock twenty. Not natural. Uh, okay. Oh god! Uh, as you feel the jolt of paralytic electricity pass through you, and you're too caught up in the moment, the hold person spell does not take. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, which means we're into initiative. Uh, Celestia, uh, you need to get the damn... You need to get the eye back, and you need to stop these fuckers from taking it from you. This is... Over, like, this... The, uh, like, having dropped the eye, that is o- overwhelming every other instinct. Like, have. animal, get them away from me. Yeah. Um, um, cool. I mean, I think... Can frankly, I ask you to roll a separate wisdom save and let's just find out how lethal you're fe- like, how much control you have. <sighs> Put that dice down, it's being too good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the wisdom save is another 20. No, that's good. So, you, so, non-lethal actions. Okay, I mean, Celestia's like, people are too close to me and I'm panicking spell, who's always been Thunderwave. 
Um, so that feels kind okay. of appropriate. Of, but like that's generally if there's like a horde of undead on us, like, ah! like, yeah, yeah. I feel like if if I'm in hindbrain, that's the spell that would pop out. Con save, right? Um, yes, I think so. Let me check. Uh, thunder wave. Uh, is slow still in effect? Yeah. Con. Uh, oh, slow oh, is, is still in effect. So yes. more d20. Let Let's me see check. if you can cast it in time. <laughs> Twelve. You do cast it in time. Fuck. Um, okay. Oh, damn it. On a level uh, high, the spell doesn't take effect until the creature's next turn. And the creature must use its action on that turn to co- complete the spell. So it's going to take you an extra turn to get the spell out. Right. Isn't it... Um, sorry, I need to check the slow release because I thought above 10 meant... It says 11 or higher, the spell doesn't take effect until the creature's next turn. Oh right, uh, I thought it was the other way around. Uh, yeah, I assumed it would be somehow, but oh, cool! I mean, great. Okay, well, in which case, great. Lucky for us. <laughs> um, you start casting the um, uh, you start casting the the thunderwave spell, but in a weird sort of doubling of temporal uh, shenanigans, you're moving like it's you're moving just a little bit slower i feel like this is a bang on the floor thunder wave yeah. so it just happens like too slowly yeah you're trying yeah. to bang the f- like you're trying to bang the floor with one hand reaching out for the eye with the other yeah um scamp you're the first one to to, to act then okay um i don't want to do that because that's concentration as well uh I'm going to just grab the eye then, I guess, and run away. <laughs> grab it. Cool. Um, I'm going to ask you to make, uh, just because of the, uh, of the threat and the position of it, I'd like you to make uh, a, 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 technically this is an unarmed attack roll. Um, so I guess, uh, so, so I guess it's just dex plus your proficiency, uh, please. Cool. I'm going to tide it because I feel like I might need it. Yeah. Just in case. This feels important. Um, okay, so that one would be 14. That's not great. And the other one is another bloody 14. Fuck you, dice. Fourteen's oh. fine. Uh, it's a stationary... It's a small object, but, it's, but it is stationary. Um, you reach down, grab the eye, and you said you're going to run. In what, in what direction? Um, just... Away, not out of the the area, because I don't want to get caught in the wall. Okay, you back up against the. Uh, you essentially back up against the uh, pantry. Is that my whole? That's my action, isn't it? It's kind of your action to grab the eye. Um, let me see if I've got this bloody spell. Oh, it's only an action. I could speed it up. Um. How big is the wall? Touch a stone object. Wall stone, isn't it? The wall is stone. Yes. Um, can I quicken stone shape and put the eye inside the wall? Mm. Um, I'm going to say that you have pr- you found that the walls have been uh, for, in your month there, the walls yeah, could not be uh, moved with stone yeah. shape, could not be damaged okay. in any way, essentially to prevent you getting around this door the way you would intended to get yeah. around the first door. Um, but the right. stone fountain, uh, the stone sort of uh, casing of the fountain, uh, you can and have 
uh, reshaped uh, three-stone shape and fabric. I would like to put it inside the fountain. Okay. If I can do it slightly subtly behind my back, but I don't think that's going to work. Roll a slight hand check. Um, oh, Celestia. I think I'll know where it is, though, won't I? I mean, you roll a slight hand check, Celestia. Roll a perception check to oppose this, please. Perception. Oh, it's bad. No. Yay. Hmm. <laughs> That's a 10. Okay. You win. Scamp uh, grabs the eye, uh, thrusts their hands behind their back, and uh, and backs away to just in front of the fountain. Uh, they've still got their hands behind their backs. So you don't really see the moment where they create a tiny pocket just in the fountain stone, shove the eye in, and then... Uh, mm. Can you reseal it in the same thing? You can't, but I guess you can... You could try and create a pocket and shove it in there. Yeah, I think I might need to do the same thing next turn. Next to turn. Get, to, to close it behind, I would think. Okay, but, but you are at least obscuring again. it behind your back. So Celestia hasn't seen you create this like tiny shelf, essentially, in the fountain uh, stonework shove the, and shove the eye into it. Yeah. Mm. So this has been hidden from Celestia. Is you it just... far away enough that it's severing, though? Um, it's in the process of severing, mm. like what well, we'll say, but like you still, you know, you're still, we're still within the time frame where you can get it back without the connection breaking. Mm. Okay, so it has to be close, but yeah, if it's further away than X for an amount of time, that's yeah, what happens. Yeah, okay, cool, 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 cool. Because I was thinking it was physical distance and I just had this horrible moment of like, this room isn't that big! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Fuck! Um, like, you'd have to like chuck it out into the cathedral or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's more like keeping it away from you for a length of time. Yeah. Uh, while you try everything to get it back. Oh, yeah. You should um, have got another wisdom save at the end of your turn as well. For the oh, okay, wisdom save. Yes. Um, I'll do that now. Uh, 11, it's not good, so fine. Oh, and can you do another wisdom save, please? Yes. Oh, no. Um, four. <laughs> okay, this time, however, uh, seeing you, like, sh- uh, starting to cast your spell and just ignoring the paralysis from before, um, Victory just jumps you, <laughs> grabs mm. you kind of by the shoulders, and arcs of blue lightning go, cr- go all the way across her shoulders, down her arms, and into you. And this time, it's like getting hit by a fucking taser. Mm. Um, all of the strength goes out of you as the whole person spell takes effect. And you're literally just electrocuted into, into paralysis. Mm. Um, Small frozen ball of Celestia probably yeah with the, with the way I'm, I'm um, fl- favouring uh, this as well it's like weird because you like at once both go floppy and also like weirdly rigid in places yeah. you're just basically getting uh, electric shocked uh. um, I will say that pain sounds <laughs> yeah. that definitely buys at least one round mm-hmm. uh, so your thunder wave ca- is cancelled because you're interrupted Good, from finishing cast. Unmark that spell yeah. if it hasn't happened. <laughs> you are not able to get it uh, to get it to completion. Um, I think you. Te- or do I still, still do spend it? the still spell? Do. That's fine. Uh, you just don't. Aren't able oh, I just to didn't know how it works. Yeah. So that's not me um, trying to weed out. No, no, no. So the spell is interrupted. 
Um, you just flop to the ground, uh, convulsing, which means that, yeah, Scamp, you do indeed have another round to seal the, uh, the pocket behind you. Um, Celestia, roll, uh, I guess a couple of wisdom saves, please. Okay. <laughs> one. Sixteen. I do. Natural one. <laughs> okay. Uh... At this point, yeah, Celestia is still on the ground, slowed and paralysed. Uh, Victory kind of scrambles up, goes to you, Scamp. What now? Um, maybe I turn her into some sort of animal. No, that's mean, without permission. No, I don't do that. Um, I don't <laughs> you gonna, know. You'd be in so maybe much trouble if you did that. Yeah, this is actually a valid point. Uh, Celestia is, like, still chained to the fucking grill, chained though. Chained to the floor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As well, so it's like an awkward situation. Um, I will say, then, for the purposes of, of time, um, Celestia, I'm going to ask you to make uh, an investigation check, please. Um, 20, not natural. Ooh, that is pretty good. Scamp, I need you to make an Arcana check, please. Ooh. Oh, 21. Okay, makes What's the difference. Celestia. This is very stressful. Scamp has <laughs> smoothly covered over the hiding place well enough that despite... Uh, that over the next few minutes, uh, like as you regain your faculties... Um, you aren't really focused... Your fo- focus is not so much based on, like, attacking uh, Scamp or Victory. It's on finding the eye. And you just, like, you dart around screaming obscenities, um, like, tr- uh, uh, threat uh, threats, like, mild violence, everything, trying to figure out where it is, and you can't find it. Mm. Yeah, there's much swearing and clutching of heads, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's a good new words there. D four, please. D four. Yeah. Okay. One. Huh. That is not nearly as bad as it could have been. Mm-hmm. Okay. Could have been four bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bad. Also, there's, there's a real chance, some chances of this going real bad. Uh, so you had three levels of awareness. You are now at exhaustion level four, as after oh, a minute, Jesus. the sensation of uh, the the sensation of the of your heart being pulled out through your arm gets stronger and stronger until you feel, as before, this horrible sensation of tearing, uh, the sense of your mind dwindling inwards, of losing connection to that sea of intelligence. Uh, the absolute clarity of your thoughts going. Um, I mean, I feel like there's a horrible sort of through-the-teeth scream of somebody having their soul ripped out of their body um, because I just don't feel like you get through that without making a noise, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Um, but hey, you didn't you didn't roll high die? enough to die. Yeah, yeah. Oh, goody. Um, <laughs> the, Jesus. It was a the, 50-50 chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wow, yeah. 
Would that have just been dead as well? Uh, there would have been some chances to save you, but yeah, yeah it would have it would have not gone well. Um, we got lucky, didn't we? <laughs> yep. Yeah, those awareness tallies uh, were just added up as a straight modifier. We just like get plus three. So, I mean, how many levels of exhaustion is dead? Isn't it ten? Six. 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 Oh fuck. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fucked. <laughs> Yeah, a one or a two, and you're alive. Anything else? Um, so, Celestia, <laughs> it is... It's as bad as you remember. It's mm. as bad as going cold turkey uh, was uh, condensed into an instant. You feel like you can barely remember anything. You can't focus enough to put one task in front of another your thoughts don't line up properly um it's like you find even trying to speak it doesn't work at first and then it's like you have to line up the words in your head and send them to your mouth like one by one one by one um to, to, to manage any words. For the next... It takes you the better part and, I mean, yeah, time dilation chamber, this is the way to this do it. This is the place, yeah. You are in wild states of incoherence over the next four days. Mm. Um, throw in, as well as just the horrendous brain fog uh you what like you while find yourself uh it plunged into absolute lows of uh, uh, between uh, flipping between screaming rage um and crippling despair uh it it is the worst you've ever felt Ooh, that's saying something. Yeah. Mm. But like, having been through yeah. like, opium withdrawal, yeah. that's really saying it's, something. It is, it is it's solidly on a par yeah. with the opium withdrawal, but condensed in. Um, yeah, like, they're, they're, it, it alternates between yeah. like, go away and don't leave me yeah. <laughs> for like the whole time. There are like, portions... It's just oscillating between those two things of like, I'm hideously ashamed, leave me alone, and yeah. like, please don't leave me alone. There are portions <laughs> of this where Celestia doesn't eat, like, like, the way she's speaking, it doesn't even quite, it, it isn't, doesn't even quite seem right. Like, it's, it's kind of awful, for, to, like, from the outside as well as the inside. Uh, about six hours into this, Corzin manages to get back into the... Oh, right, okay. <laughs> because I'm assuming that you went out and then immediately jumped yeah. back in. For flavour, oh, yeah, when I you come back in, Celestia's, can. like, crying in a heap. For flavour, that's what you come into. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, I am going to render what medical aid I can. You do. There's not much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it takes four solid days um, before Celestia is kind of technically recovered like you know you've you're no longer under the under the penalties 
but you feel lesser like you you feel the loss mm-hmm. the sense that you are not it's you know that this power was borrowed you know that the that it bought, that it was not yours that you were drawing on something else but you feel like you are lesser you feel like you can't be everything you can be um and it's it's like and and even even after that it's like being it's like you've got a hangover but you haven't touched a drop it's an awful state and you just end up having to force your way through it it will probably take it may take days or weeks for you to adjust properly again but after four hellish days you can at least move I feel like there's probably a small period of quiet towards the end of that four days Mm. and then Celestia kind of properly gets lucid just sort of goes sorry about all that Nothing to be sorry for. It's alright. I'm just glad it's done. Um, it's, uh, yeah, just just about, I think. I don't feel right, but I'm, I'm here. You will with time. Are you sure? <laughs> no. Um, um. I, I can't do that again. And I wouldn't ask you to. I assume one of you put it in a lead box at some point during all that. Uh, no, actually, I thought, wait till you were, you were you before we took it out of where we put it. It's behind enough stone that it's doing Fair. a similar thing. Well, I'm not, um, you know, compelled to grab around. it, so... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. I'll get it out of the stone in a minute. You are, however, still shackled... Uh, st- uh, still shackled, as per your own instructions at this point, I think. <laughs> Unless you've had yourself released by this point. I think when it became clear that I wasn't Would... grabbing for the eye, which yeah. I, it sounds like I wasn't yeah. for that whole time, I think I would have been like, get me After out of this fucking thing. Then, you'll, you'll yeah. Would you release them to use the bed or to eat or whatnot? Yeah, or and frankly, to use the latrine. Use the yeah. Toilet. yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't feel like I had to go through all of that shitting no. in the middle of the room. <laughs> you no. know, like I don't feel like it was that situation where like it had yeah. to be like that. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, and it sounds like most of it was emotional rather than yeah. like attacking people. I might, yeah. I think I might have yeah. been yeah. mean, but I don't think yeah. I would have like punched yeah. anyone. No, 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 yeah. no, no. After day one, like honestly. Day one, you couldn't get up to attack anyone anyway, and yeah. at that point, it's, I think yeah. I probably said some nasty things. Oh yeah, but like yeah, victory yeah. comments. Yeah, I mean, let's not do that again. But hey, you taught me a few words, and I grew up with se- uh, with uh, pirates. Oh god, <laughs> I, I don't even remember. <laughs> I kind of do. Um... Let's not dwell on. I'm sorry if I said anything terrible. I... Yeah, you're pretty cutting, but it's alright. 
say I didn't mean it, but I probably did at the time. Um, I don't now. Just, um... I know how you feel about my mother, but please not, uh, but, um, not again. Thank you. Wouldn't normally. It's all right. Not to you, Get anyway. It. I might not... to her, but not to you. <laughs> not really in control. Are we all right? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Besides, I got to shock you a few times. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. There's like no mirth. <sighs> Scan, you got any chocolate? Oh yeah, loads. This feels... might be a good time. Yeah, this feels like chocolate time. Oof. Food kind of sounds awful. <laughs> but probably should. It'll keep your energy levels up. Yeah, I mean, it was like this after the whole opium thing, wasn't it? So... Yeah, you might not feel like it right now, but I think if you can possibly stomach it, food's a good idea. Probably, yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to help me out with the memory stuff. Of course. Doesn't feel good. Mm. Thank you all. Wasn't that bad last time. I guess Not prolonged into. use or exposure to it. I mean, actually, maybe, it, yeah. maybe it was that bad last time. I don't really I don't know. know. I was I don't, I don't all unconscious was. and burned and stuff yes. last time. I mean, I've seen what happens when people get super tired. You saw what happened to me when I went too far. You went that far. Hmm. You were one step from gone. Yeah, I felt it, actually. It was close. It was a close call. Yeah, I, um, I'm not I'm not doing that again. That's the last no time. There's no time to get rid of it any longer, and I don't think we'd have got you back from it. I don't think so either. I think if I kept scrying... That would have... Um, Gone kaput. All the better that you had the strength to do it now, then. Well, I think, I don't know if it was strength or luck. <laughs> it I... took strength of personality to to make that decision. A lesser person wouldn't have been able to. Thanks. And I know we're at a bit of a disadvantage in some ways, but I think we're mostly at a, in a better position than we were. We shouldn't be relying on that. No. I'm not sad to lose a potential security risk, as useful as it might be. Oh, it's a little bit like opium, isn't it? It makes things feel better. But that's not what it's doing in the long run. You get a lot of short-term yeah. information and excitement and good feelings from it, but... And like it in the right, uh, very, very specific context, it might have been helpful, but it's not anymore. Mm. No, it's too dangerous. We should tell Clara. And actually, yeah. yes. your mother, Victory, seriously. Yes, yeah. they deserve to know. 
the... Like, putting whatever opinions I have about her out the window, she needs to be aware that that's what it's like if she hasn't tried putting it down before. Yeah. I don't know that she has. It's. I know that she avoided using it too much. That's I good. know that she definitely... Yeah, she always said... I know that she has avoided looking forwards and backwards with it. But I think the... Uh, My help... The revelations that we've had about it looking back at you. We need to tell her. Yeah. Yeah, can you... When you're up to it, of course, are you able to send from in here? Don't think so. Uh, no, I think this, pla- this place is like uh, when we were in the void. Yeah, we're not in Calcinia. Right. Well, we can send to her then. as soon as we get out, though. I'm happy to spend a sending on that. because I think it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, again, like opinions aside, safety. Yes. You know. All right. I guess then. If you're ready. I don't think I'm getting more ready. We better go find out what's behind door number three. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Come on then. And as you pick yourselves up unsteadily Mm. and pass back through the barrier into regular time we'll pick up there next time Mm. in a very interesting uh, new position yeah Mm. one where you have five less intelligence yep I need to to actually sit with my stats and like rework (laughs) that Mm. Uh, thank you all very much for playing Thank you all very much for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. Four days have passed within a breath And every instant feels like death T'was twined into my soul so long How much of me will carry on. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.